Today I had my two, I had my dog two years prong and remote collar trained, playing with a friend's dog. <clears throat> my dog started to get possessive of his one toy. Mm-hmm. I corrected him with a high level stim, yep. and he vocalized and voluntarily recalled toward me. Good. He then wouldn't leave my side or engage with the other dog. Correct. Toy. Did I do something wrong? Should no, you didn't. Punishing him for growling over toys. No, no, you didn't. You did everything right. And just to let you know, who's that? Tabitha. Tabitha. Let me just retract. Let me just take you a step back here. Read the first. Read the first sentence on her. Today I had my dog two years prong and remote collar training. Stop right there. No. You had your dog trained. Got it. You had your dog trained, not prong and e collar trained. You had your dog trained. I want people to start understanding that even when you use tools and that which is not a weakness at all, and there is a skill set, if people think that you can just slap a remote collar on a dog, push a button, and your dog is going to do something, the only time you can do that is for getting a dog to stop jumping on a counter, getting in the trash can, eating poop, um, fence fighting, um, barking. But when you're training your dog to actually recall, to sit, to down, to place, to do directionals, there is a high level of skill set in there, which takes massive amounts of frequency and repetitions. And, and so I, what I like to, to tell people is you trained your dog. You put the work in. Because if it was easy as pushing a button, why isn't every dog trained? Next. Hey everybody, how are you? Good evening. It is Saturday night. It is um, the What Would Jeff Do show. How is everybody doing? How are you doing? I'm okay. Yeah. Long day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I took a one hour nap. Nice. 5.30 to Bam. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. Did it help? No. <laughs> yeah. They usually don't. Hey, everybody. How are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. This is the What Would Jeff Do show. And the What Would Jeff Do show is a 90-minute Q&A show. Can we, like, lower the camera? It seems really high, right? Um. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Does it seem too low now? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. That's good. That's right. There. there we go, right there. There we go. Okay. And um, then we also do, so we do the, the What Would Jeff Do show, which is if you want, follow the questions, other than having a great community of people here, a lot of people are asking, how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? Certain behaviors. So the way to stop an unwanted behavior is through the proper application of an inhibitor, punishment, an intolerable consequence. Um, call it a correction. You can call it what you want. Uh, punishment actually is the actual if you want to talk science, it's the actual term. Um, just remember, whenever we talk about punishment, people are like, well, I don't want to be yelling and screaming at my dog. I'm like, first of all, you probably are. Second of all, you don't. that's not punishment. You don't yell and scream. Um, so we want to teach everybody about how to properly stop an unwanted behavior. It's really important to me. That's my specialty. Um, and then we do something called the Jeff Gelman Seminars, which is 28 cities in 2020. We just announced Ramona, California. Um, so check out Ramona, California, um, which is close to San Diego. Um, and that's going to be in seven countries in 2020, including New Zealand, Australia, England, Scotland, Singapore, Singapore. Canada, the United States, 
We're going to be all over the fucking map. Yeah. That's right. Haters everywhere. <laughs> How do you say I hate Jeff Gelman in seven languages? It's like, we're going to find let's out. Start, yeah, let's start We're going to start finding out. It. Yep. Um, and then we do the training center. And the training center here, and what we're doing at the training center is if you start watching more of our lives, if people actually like did the research and followed our content, we've got over 25,000 pieces of content out there. They would see actually what we do during the training center, which is all 95% reward-based. We, we clicker and food train dogs. But when it comes to the, this show, um, what a lot of it is is how to stop stuff. And you're not going to stop a dog with a reward. It just can't be done. And that's why most of you are struggling because you were not told how to properly do it. And we're here to properly tell you how to properly do it. So the answers are quick. They're short. If anybody tries to talk science, we normally like throw that out because this this show is geared towards owners that are struggling, not debating like like the way we do things because like do your own <laughs> podcast. You, you know, they're free. I mean, I got to pay Joel to be here, but, you know, and I got to pay for the internet and, you know, but believe it or not, podcasts are technically free. YouTube is free. Mm-hmm. So have your own podcast. All right. Let's go. Uh, Gretchen says, hi, guys. Hey, Gretchen. How are you? Melissa, good evening. Jeff, Joel, and everyone in the chat. Hey, Melissa. Thanks for being here. Karen Wright says, hello. Hello. Dakota and blessing or just blessing. That's right. I missed the answer for my question last time. So sorry if I'm repeating myself. But I sh- Watch the replay. Should I ignore hackles if my dog is focused on me and ignoring the other dog on leash? You Try both. Try low level stim or leave it alone. Next. Um, it's just excitement, by the way. Next. Arousal. Um, Michelle said, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hey. Melissa and fellow fans. Hey, how are you? The vertically challenged. Recommend a long line? Recommended long line? A long line? A line that is long. No, like a brand. No. There's any, no brand. There's no brand any. of long line. Like it's like the most generic long line you can you can find. Like the long line's not gonna have anything to do with the outcome of the dog, other than you'll get better results with a long line. But don't get cotton because cotton gets <laughs> wet, you roll it up, you put it in your car, it smells like ass. Next. True story. Yep. Cheryl says hi Jeff and Joelle. Hello. LC, good evening, y'all. Hey. Um, LC, I love Joelle's hair tonight. Joelle's hair always looks Thank good. Thank you. I what? washed it today. Is that what it is? It's clean. Oh, it looks good all the time. Uh, when we travel and you like haven't washed it for a while, it still looks good. Thanks. So that's very nice. Yep. Megan, hi guys, looking forward to the show. Bring on the fire. Yeah, well, we're, we don't know. We don't. I, this show isn't planned. I never know what's going to happen. There's no agenda at all. Zero agenda. The only the only agenda we have is our 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 um. Our lives now that we do, like we did one today on the messy middle. Don't go off topic though. Yeah, but that's Towards just me. The end. But that's just me. That's yeah. just what it is. It's just the, it's the we real thing. We try to have an agenda. Right. Oh, one thing I forgot some people have asked about the top chat. We, we, we try to get us through as many questions as possible. There's a dollar sign down at the bottom of your screen. It's a top. Bottom right. The bottom right. It's if you're on a mobile phone, which 72% of you are on um, a mobile device. Um, what happens is your question gets t- goes to the top of the queue. Some people also like to just throw us a little bit of cash, thanking us for all the free content. But you do not have to pay to play. We go we go through. We do our best to go through every single question there is. Next, <clears throat> Missy. Hello. Hope it's a great day and weekend. Thanks for all the free content. With your help, I have been able to walk both my dogs together. Fucking Finally. a man. Damn right you fucking can. That's that. That's that. That I, that means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, obviously, I love I love people that can take our free advice and our free content, apply it because information is not the secret. The application of information is the secret. So, 
you know, information is everything. It's like, actually, no, it's not. It's yeah. the application of information, and that takes discipline. Exactly. Um, um, so, and consistency, but discipline is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Like, discipline, when I woke up this morning feeling like shit, I'm like, I'm going to get to the gym at some point today, mm-hmm. but there's no way I was going to do it. The gym doesn't open up, as you know, until seven in the morning. So, instead, I just came to work, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like I can drag my ass to work, but. I did say, I'm going to get my ass to the gym at some point today. And I did. I got there today at 2. Yeah. So it's like. You can listen to all like the, every healthy ebook out there. But until you actually start doing it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Exactly. And it doesn't have to be like hours of of studying. If you listen to 15 minutes of a, um, like I'm going through a Douglas Murray book right now. It's like even 15 minutes. So driving from my house to here. I listened to That's uh, like du- four minutes. Yeah, but I but I picked up something. Mm-hmm. I picked up something, so it's really really great. Next, um, Linda F. Thompson, how do I introduce little kittens to my Roddy? Should I use the e collar muzzle? Not introduce. My dog has been around cats fine, but seems like she will eat the kittens. Well, then number one, I'd get that hot sauce out, right? Little hot sauce out, a couple of napkins. That's the first one of the night. Yeah. Um, I don't know what your dog's behavior is. So little kittens, um, you know, some dogs want to play with them, which can be too rough. Some dogs want to kill them, which obviously is not allowed. What I would do right now is work on existence. Work on existence. Just having them around each other, but maybe not interacting. Um, Try that next. Um... Britt, there was a house the other day with five bulldogs, and my German Shepherd sat there being perfect. And hey, the last four walks, she's walked on the right side for me, still putting my foot down, LOL. Awesome. Nice. You should be putting your foot down for in everything in life. This isn't a dog. People think that, like, this is about dogs. This is about life. Yeah. Dogs are, guys, by just to let you in on a little bit of a hint, like, dogs are my Trojan horse to get to you. I'm trying to change the human world. Next. Uh, blessing on New Year's Day, fireworks accidentally went off oh. in the parking garage. Dakota and I were standing next to. It Fuck. even made my HR go up. What's right, that? heart rate. Oh, <laughs> but when I looked at him, he just a slightly low tail. I always knew that thunder and fireworks didn't freak him out, but that impressed me. Yeah, he still has his fear of things falling on him from shelves, tall chairs, etc. Right, I'd probably still be fucking unsoiling my panties. Probably. Yes. Me too. Yeah, I know. Next. Deb, is it detrimental to progress if I choose to allow the dog to sniff around on a walk, meaning that he is allowed to sniff when I decide and tell him break? I feel like he enjoys doing this. Dogs like humping. Dogs like biting. Dogs like marking. Dogs like barking. Dogs like jumping on people. So it's not about whether the dog likes it or not. It's about what are your rules. And if you want to give your dog a break on a walk, you go right ahead. Next. Atmospheric. Hey, J&J, my dog listens to me and doesn't listen to anyone else. Is this normal? Say that one more time. The dog listens to them, but not anyone else. Well, is this normal? Why would you want your dog to listen to somebody else? That's the goal. The goal is that your dog does listen to you. Now, obviously, if I'm out of town, my staff has to listen to my dog. The dogs have to listen to my staff, but it's easy. Let's go outside. They're like, damn right we're going outside. Let's play chuck it. Sounds good to me. Here's your food. I'll eat it. Like, so. It's, no, it's, Jeff's not feeding me. It's like, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, but you can actually poison proof your dog. I mean, yeah, if, you, I know. if you go like a perimeter, if, you, if you've got a dog that does like poison proofing, like you can make it so only one, like you want two people to be able to feed it, but that's a whole different lifestyle. But I think lifestyle. it's normal. Yeah, it's normal. Like, even when you go to take Wes to play chuck it, if I'm in the rubber room, he's like, yeah. I see him like looking yes. back, like, do I have and to And I've go? got to be like, Wes, get your ass out here. But ironically, <laughs> you and I were doing a live out in the rubber room and Angelo called, 
Wes came out, jumped over the fence or walked out through the door. And Angelo goes, Wes, get back in the office now. <laughs> and he listened. And he listened. Yeah. He's really good with Yes. And Wes calls Bert back all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, but it's like, but you're not, but Angelo's not asking Wes to do anything like. That he doesn't know. That he doesn't already know. It's like, come back into the office. How many times has he been told to go in the office? Right. You know what I mean? It's like, so Angelo could actually kennel up your dogs, mm-hmm. place your dogs. He because, does. Because, because <laughs> why? Because number one, Angelo thinks he can. Angelo is my seven-year-old son. And also it's because they do it all the time. So we're not asking these dogs to do much of anything. So mm-hmm. next. Um, Kibu, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Introduce the new staff from Vancouver. Oh, we are. We're, I just talked to Bronwyn um, today about doing an interview with her probably. I'll be at work tomorrow for a little bit. I'm actually taking the kids to go see Jumanji tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. So we're going to go see Jumanji. It's funny because Clover. What is that one about? I don't know. It's just the third one. Jumanji. It's the one that The Rock is in. Dwayne Johnson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So it's funny because with Clover, I, 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 I messaged her. I texted mm-hmm. her. And I'm like, Clover, we're going to the certain time uh, um, a, a movie of Jumanji. You can bring a friend if you want to. It's a done deal. You know what her response was? Okay. Yeah. It's like the, the that's the story you tell at seminars. But that's the shrapnel effect of putting your foot down with your with your yeah. with your teenagers. It's like you no you it's mandatory. Yep. It's mandatory. You will sit and watch a movie. Yes, yes, right. <laughs> I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Take a nap. Yeah. Cool. I sent her an emoji of me eating popcorn. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, I said Let me see if I show, show the people. I will. Hold on. Let me make sure her phone number's not on there. Uh. Oh, you can't see it. It's a little blown out. Oh, it doesn't show up very well. No. <laughs> <laughs> Looks just like you. Araberto. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. Hi, J&J. Jeff, thank you again. I wrote you in IG today. I'm here for now on No Miss Any of This Podcast. You guys are the best. Okay. Yeah, so if people write me, by the way, if you write me a direct message, an email, or a message, often you're going to get a a cut and paste response that doesn't mean i don't care that doesn't mean i don't want to help it means i get a lot of them on all my platforms so we offer more free training than anybody else that i know of through different different platforms this youtube i mean we're doing three 90 minute shows a week that's four and a half hours of free content a week so it is a good platform to do a lot of times people have written to me but it's literally been like that's like an hour-long skype so it's like book a skype next Bobby, my dog at home can push her out of the way and crawl all over my boyfriend, and she doesn't care. It's only with dogs she doesn't know. Say that one more time. I'm sorry. I don't know if there's, like, another part to this yeah, or not. That's how to... My dog at home can push her out of the way and crawl all over my boyfriend, and she doesn't care. It's only with dogs she doesn't know. I feel uh, okay. like there's a before another piece, right. but it might have been too long, so it didn't come through. Okay, next. Um, Jennifer... I just got the mini educator for my six-month-old. Excited to start, but I'm watching more YouTube videos before I do. I don't want to mess up. So number one, you're probably not going to mess up because you're afraid of messing up. Get the dog's working level. Working levels are, are, are go, go up and down. Make sure you've got direct, really good contact. Make sure the collar is on really snug. And then also watch our, our YouTube video on CS and NCS for place. Start your dog on the place command. Next. Sean, hi from London. Question, what do you guys think of anxiety wraps? Thanks. Um, I don't think they're necessary. I'll put it this way. If they work, use them. We've never had to, and we get rid of anxiety. So, And I'll be in Manchester, England um, this year as well. JeffGelmanSeminars.com. If it works, 
do it. But we've never had to use it before. We get rid of anxiety all the time. And we do that through duration work, um, confidence building work, holding the dog accountable to commands, leadership structure, um, are basically our training program here. Next. Tara, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Hoping to catch your seminar in Akron. Thanks for all of your content. It's so helpful. Where is that? Akron? Uh, Where the heck is that? We're doing a seminar there? We're doing one in Canton, Ohio? Akron? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We're doing one in... <laughs> We're going to be in Akron. We're doing one in Auckland. Is it New Zealand? A-K-R-O-N? Where That's is that? Akron. Akron? That's Akron. You're probably talking about the Canton, Ohio one. Uh-oh. Akron, Canton is sort of like similar. Oh. There's no Akron there. Oh. It's right next to Kenton. It's right next to Kenton. <laughs> Eric. Er, <laughs> I've never heard of such. Yeah, our buddy Eric owns a training facility in Kenton. <laughs> Shut up! Oh, stop it! No, it's not. It's Kenton. <laughs> There's an N there. It's Kenton. Kenton, right next to Akron. Akron? I'm not from Ohio. What the hell? I don't know. You probably say. Instead of saying Worcester, you probably say Worcester. No, I know what Worcester is. Thank you. Next. Okay, that I know. I'm you from Massachusetts. You see that face that she makes? Oh, Next. punch him. Next. Jamie. Oh, my God. Good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hope you all had a great day. I did until this second. Piss me off. Oh, my God. Okay. There we go. It was a great day. Thank you. Next. They don't let negativity bring me down. Gretchen, um, the ones canine tactical gear makes are out of nylon, and you can pick how many feet you want. Awesome. Michelle, I need Jeff's wise words right now. My son's father is dying. I haven't always appreciated his presence, but he is an excellent father to our son. Yeah. It's bewildering to experience such fear and grief. Yeah. So all I can say is this. If you love your child, you really should learn to not dislike your the father of that child. Um, whether it's the natural father or the father or the father figure that raised that child. This is in a heterosexual relationship, obviously, in a gay relationship, the partner. If you had a falling out and a breaking up. Um, I think... I mean, there absolutely was a time in my life, um, some people think it's currently, but there is a time in my life where I was a pretty big asshole. I was not the nicest person. Um, I've learned a lot over 54 years, and I think we've all gone through stages. I wish I can reparent my oldest kids who will be 30 soon. Um, I think that having empathy, um, I've got all my haters out there. I have empathy for because I feel that they're struggling. Um, I think nice always wins. I think now is a really good time. Listen, let's say your ex is a total jerk, okay? That's on them. Any ill will that you feel, you need to do that. For, you need to get rid of that for you. So... The act of forgiveness is not for the other person. The act of forgiveness is for you. So you need to release all of that anger. You need to release all of that madness. And then also remember 
that you would you don't want to talk negative about your ex, especially in front of your children, ever. I mean, it really, really hits kids hard when, when exes fight. You can show love and compassion. And love doesn't mean in love. Love, love can be formatted in different ways. So I think when you're raising, especially raising our young men, I think it's really, really important to teach them love and empathy and kindness um, and how even people that don't are not together um, uh, anymore can still care about each other, but maybe in a different way. Maybe not as husband and wife, but maybe as um, um, you know, father and mother, uh, maybe as just fellow human beings. Um, that's what I got for you tonight. Next. Katie, hi, J&J. I suffer with memory loss and have bad days. My dog sometimes gets away with certain behavior because I've forgotten what to do. Am I sending him mixed messages on what I expect from him? Yeah, um, I think you, whether you have memory loss or not, I think inconsistency is definitely going to um, give your dog mixed messages. Next. Gretchen, Joelle's so, here. So let's just assume your dog knows everything and just correct him for not doing it. So, next. Okay. Gretchen, Joelle's hair always looks good. I was going to say something, but I'm just not going to. What? Britt, um, I kicked my first dog. Hold on here, though. Old... What were we going to say? Because you were going to insult me. I wasn't going to insult you, What were you going to say? What were you going to say? Nothing. <laughs> Britt, I kicked my first you were gonna, dog. You were going to hit me. Because the people tried coming at my shepherd. The owner was mad. Sounds like you did the right thing to me. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> Ask the question. So if a dog rushes your dog, you kick it. End of story. So if the dog was mad, um, what are you going to do? What are you going to do next? Um, Laura, hi, my GSD pup, seven months, has been nipping in our dog's ankles. Our other dogs will not let her know that they don't like it. We take her to a socialization class and hope dogs will react. What else do you recommend? No, I would, I would you, you correct. Someone's got to correct. If the dog won't be a fair corrector, you've got to be a fair corrector. I'd bonk the dog. Next. Blessing, I took my boy to work as I usually do. I let some nice dogs in the pen. I let him meet some and he ran up to smell them with a wagging tail and no hackles. I know it's not much, but it made me smile. No, that's huge. That, that's big. When you struggle with a dog and you have success, it's huge. Next. Elsie, hey, saw your clip on Twitter Friday. Loved it. Lots of positive reinforcement. That's because that's what we do here. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, like, <laughs> this is as science as science as I'll get with you. We're food trainers. We clicker train dogs. We reward the fuck out of dogs in our training center. How do you think we teach every known command with food and positive reinforcement? How do you think we counter condition aggression? Positive reinforcements. How do you think we, we rehabilitate fear? There is some positive reinforcement. So, so punishment is 5% of what we do. I just talk about it all the time because nobody else has the fucking balls to talk about it. Even in the midst of hate and death threats and uh, um, um, uh, all these threats and all the industry talking shit about me, I still do it. Because no, because why? Because I don't give a flying fuck what they all think. I only care about dog owners. 
You know what I mean? I only care about what you got, what you guys getting results. I don't care about what you think, but what you guys getting results. So it's like, for some reason, anybody that works with challenging dogs, they're doing what I'm doing, but I'm the only one talking about it. Here's a little secret, guys. Thousands of people, dog trainers, bonk dogs. Anybody working with aggressive dogs has to choke a dog out once in a while. It's just the way it works. When you have a 100-pound dog, 40-pound dog, 60-pound dog trying to bite your face off, these are the dogs that we work with. You don't have to choke them out unconscious, but you are lifting up your arm and taking away the air from a dog. And for anybody out there that says, oh, no, they don't do that, you're full of shit. I would love to see a video of you. Show it. Of a highly aggressive dog trying to bite you and what you do. You are using some sort of extremely strong aversive to stay safe. Number one, self-preservation, you're doing something. But what are you doing to teach that dog that trying to bite your face off is a bad idea? Step one, you got to make it suck. I don't care how much you reward a dog for not biting your face off. You better have a backup plan to that. So for some reason, nobody wants to admit it. Everybody wants to talk fancy words. Nobody wants to talk about what's really, really happening out there. And the bottom line is dogs are being killed that maybe don't need to be killed. Dogs are being rehomed that maybe don't need to be rehomed. There's absolutely dogs out there that shouldn't be walking the earth. But, you know, one firm correction might be the difference between life or death. But most of our work here is just all reward-based. But it just doesn't get talked about. I mean, how many times do you want to show it constantly? Yeah, how many? Like, it's so funny. It's like, how many times do you want to see us click and reward a dog? It's pretty boring, monotonous stuff. Next. The one video I put up of Lola, though, was pretty cute. That was like one of the first sessions of her figuring out like what the yes, kicker was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she heard it. And that, she's that, like, whoo? <laughs> the, 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 the touch stick. I love yeah, seeing yeah, that stuff. Yeah. Hannah, big man made himself scary. Service dog reacted by barking. Duh, dog is now selective and this barking cannot in public. Correction isn't important to him in this instance, e-collar or prong. Yes, probably e-collar though. Next. Mm, Tabitha, today I had my two, had my dog two years, prong and remote collar trained, playing with a friend's dog. <clears throat> my dog started to get possessive of his one toy. Mm-hmm. I corrected him with a high-level stim, yep. and he vocalized and voluntarily recalled toward me. Good. He then wouldn't leave my side or engage with the other dog Correct. or toy. Did I do something wrong? Should no, you didn't. punishing him for growling over toys? No, no, you didn't. You did everything right. And just to let you know, who's that? Tabitha. Tabitha. Let me just retract. Let me just take you a step back here. Read the first. Read the first sentence on her. Today I had my dog two years prong and remote collar training. Stop right there. No. You had your dog trained. Got it. You had your dog trained, not prong and e collar trained. You had your dog trained. I want people to start understanding that even when you use tools and that which is not a weakness at all, and there is a skill set, if people think that you can just slap a remote collar on a dog, push a button, and your dog is going to do something, the only time you can do that is for getting a dog to stop jumping on a counter, getting in the trash can, eating poop, um, fence fighting, um, barking. But when you're training your dog to actually recall, to sit, to down, to place, to do directionals, there is a high level of skill set in there, which takes massive amounts of frequency and repetitions. And 
And so I, what I like to, to tell people is you trained your dog. You put the work in. Because if it was easy as pushing a button, why isn't every dog trained? Next. <clears throat> um, let's see. Um, Britt, it was Bull. Bull first. It was her small dog. She couldn't get. Then she did. But the pit tried getting in my space. I don't care if your dog is friendly, but she thought it was my fault. All oh, the dog she kicked. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Next. Um, do, do, do. Kaylee, my service dog has become standoffish with men when working. What can I do to help him? That has This has been happening for two months now. I'm at a roadblock. I've tried having men feed him. He won't take it. But, but, why, but it's your service dog. Why do you want men to feed your service dog? It's your service dog. It's a piece of medical equipment. Why would you want someone to be feeding your dog? I would never want someone to be feeding my dog, let alone a service dog. I mean, obviously, when I travel, people have to feed my dogs. But, like, I don't want my dog accepting food from other people ever. Why? It's probably going to be giving them the shits because my dogs eat raw. But, like, you don't know what's that. What's, you don't know what chemicals are in that food. You don't know what's in that food. But why would you want your service dog to take food from another human being? If anything, you should flip that and train your dog not to take food from other people. It's your dog. Next. Tara, thanks to your content, my anxious reactive GSD is learning to ignore dogs on walks. Awesome. Still learning. Yep. Working on proofing under distraction thanks to your videos. She's about 90% now every day. I'll take that. Good. And you keep moving it up a notch. And then you keep in mind that most the bar is set really low. So we're based in the United States. So, but I travel the world doing seminars. So with, jo with Joelle, she travels with me too. So the bar is set really, really low in this country. Like people, like the staff will be out walking dogs mm -hmm. and the dogs will, will default sit at, at crosswalks or Where whenever they stop. stop. Yeah. They default sit. People are amazed. I'm like, like, really? Like what else would the dog do? People are amazed that their dogs heal. People are amazed the dogs sit. People are amazed that when you have a when you're at an outdoor cafe and you down your dog and you're and you're eating a meal there for say an hour and you get up and your dog all of a sudden comes out from under the table. They're like, I didn't even know there was a dog there. I'm like, that's the whole idea. It's called public access training. Your dog should learn how to behave in public. It's not difficult to do, guys. It's not difficult to do. Next. Kibu, one of two. I had a little success today. Neighbor came to the door. Kibu alerted, but no ongoing barking. Awesome. I put him in place and answered the door. After the neighbor came in, I had to correct, put him back. Okay. Um, and stay quiet, even though he broke place. This is an improvement. That's a major improvement. That's not a little success. I would consider that a very big success, Kibu. Good for you. Jamie, just got a prong from you guys and an e-collar. Can't wait to start using them. Awesome. Next. Michelle. Where do those red metal stands that you have the dogs who sit stays on come from? I'd like to get a couple. Those I've ordered on Amazon underneath, what do you call them? Jump? Box jumps. Box jumps. Google. Go on to Amazon uh, in their search box, put in box jumps. You're going to see the foam ones, but then you're also going to see those. They come in a kit. I think there was four to a kit. They come stacked. I think they yeah. come stacked. All right. Four to, a, four to a kit. Order them. Boom. They'll be there in two days. Next. Lene. Hey, Lene. How are you, honey? Hey, guys. Jeff, you said at your seminar, be deliberate and have a plan. Once I chose to eliminate life shit, I'm focused, happier, and more positive. Guess what? So are my dogs. They've changed because I have changed. It took me a bit, but I'm unstoppable. Love you both for your guidance and teaching. Does that mean you got divorced, Lene? <laughs> Stop. Don't put her out in public like that. 
put her on blast like that. Okay. Congratulations. Next. Good job, Lene. Good job, so Lene. Proud of you. Good job. You could have just been like, that's so great. Working on yourself. Justin, two prong collars on a dog more effective, or would you say it has the same effect as just one? No, no, no. I don't know of anybody that's ever done that. I can't imagine having two prong no. collars. No, 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 no. A prong collar is a prong collar. Two, two doesn't make. They would just get like tangled yeah. up. Yeah, it's like threesomes are overrated too, guys. So it's like, <laughs> it's like you don't need two collars on a dog. Next. Uh, C. Tierman, hey there, kids. How do you teach a double down? Um, you do that with uh, dog nose down. And low-level, continuous remote pressure with leash guidance and a verbal if you need to. But believe it or not, sometimes just low-level remote collar pressure is enough. Next. But you've got, sorry, but you've got low-level remote, verbal command, leash pressure, food lure. Like, use it all. Use it all. And then... Start taking stuff away. Next. Gretchen, Jumanji is where it's funny for adults to act like kids. Ha ha. The first and probably last time it's funny for that to happen. Is that what it's about? What the heck is Jumanji? You know Jumanji? You haven't seen Jumanji? No. Next I really like, don't watch movies. Next time we travel, we'll put it on. Okay. Can't wait. I still haven't watched Clockwork Orange. Not going to happen. I think we'll watch Clockwork Orange first. I think they're coming out with another White Chicks, though. Are I'll they really? That. Oh, I'll watch that. Definitely. I love, yeah. me some, I love me some white chicks. You liked the first one. I know. It was funny. Thank you. Britt, a small dog, tried getting in my space with my German Shepherd, so she barked and it ran away. Next. Michelle, I got my mug and stickers. Awesome. Thank you, Michelle. Michelle, oh, shit. I don't have a fucking mug club. So 20 bucks really? mug club. Oh, it's, it's over there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Mug club. You get a, you get a white, what would Jeff do, uh, coffee mug with black writing, and you get uh, two stickers. They say, what would Jeff do? And one of them looks like... Two separate sizes. That, yep. Next. No pop socket? No, um, I don't think it comes with a pop socket. At least I hope it doesn't because I haven't been shipping pop sockets out with it. Uh, Christine, <laughs> how do we introduce our four-year-old GSD to a new dog? We would like to get another dog. Any suggestions? Um, so I don't know your skill <laughs> set. What? What was that? What? You were like... <laughs> oh, no, I thought you farted. <laughs> I don't know. He's like putting me on blast. Tonight. I don't know. What did I do? I don't know. I'm <laughs> am I making sporadic movements tonight. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> so I don't know your skill set. I don't know the dogs. I mean, existence, migration, like meaning head out somewhere for a walk is good. Get them to exist around each other. I don't know what your knowledge is about reading dogs. I don't know anything like that. So mm. I'd be hesitant. And almost careless to say, oh, do this. What you don't do is have them meet on leash with tension. Next. Skinner, what's up, guys? So will the bonker work for my bully attacking my cat only when we try to touch the cat? Thanks for all the great info. Um, Again, the bonk depends. Okay. So a bonker, if you know what it is, it's a cotton towel. Um, will properly applied punishment get your dog to stop attacking the cat? Yes, it will. How you do that, though, depends on your skill set and your timing. But the concept of how do I get my dog to stop attacking my cat, you properly apply a punisher at the moment the dog is thinking about attacking the cat. Next. Bobby, yes, you skipped over my first part of my question. 
I didn't see it though. I don't. Yeah, we didn't see it. it Just remember, if your questions are too long, it it automatically doesn't show up. I just want you to know that. Um. But anyway, my dog will attack new dogs if they get close to my boyfriend, but she doesn't care when my other dog at home crawls all over. Right. Right. Okay, that's common. So there's something called the out command. It means get out of here. I've got videos on that. Literally, your dog, and you see the staff doing it all the time. The dog gets too close to, when the dog gets close to you, you say out, but it's, you train the dog to do this. We demonstrate this at all my seminars. It works incredibly well. Next. Um, CZC, hi Jeff. I have two GSD pups, same letter. Just over four months old, male and female. Mm -hmm. Molly is aggressive while eating and always steals toys from Maverick. What do you think? Well, number one, they should be eating in separate crates, number one. Number two, that dog should be getting corrected for being a, re a resource guard or a food. Next. Um, a. Bridges. My rescue dog will lay in his bed and or crate and growl if anyone gets too close. He escalates to the point he will charge my husband or I. Oh. Would be the correct timing to correct. Um, I would, okay, if I owned a dog that charged me, I would, that dog would get a correction that would rock its world. And a lot of people are like, oh my God, that's so harsh. Really? What is, is this, that, a German is this Shepherd? a new dog? It's a German Shepherd? Just my rescue dog. Okay. So, I mean, really? Like, guys, you shouldn't be like, no, you, you're like, this is my house. So, you're charging me? You're trying to attack me? You've got to be kidding me. Like, we either stop this or you go. And, oh my God, that's terrible, Jeff. What kind of dog lover are you? I'm like, um, I care about my own safety. Yeah. Like, sorry for being selfish here, but I care about my safety. So, you know, what you need to do is to muzzle up that dog, put that dog on a back tie without a muzzle so it can only go so far. You've got a couple of options there and use a remote collar and, but there's also a breakdown in probably structure. Like what's the structure of the house look like? Too much affection, not enough rules, not enough boundaries, not enough holding the dog accountable for even the most basic things. Um, are you creating the dog? Are you like, is a dog on the furniture? Are you giving the dog too much love and affection? Um, are, are you really holding that dog accountable for cert, for basic obedience? But also, are you correcting that dog for things that are inappropriate at a very firm high level? And you know, it's so funny because so many people are gonna give you advice on this, but it's like, okay, show me. Show, the thing about us is we show all of our work. So it's just like, but if I lived with a dog that went after me, oh, I'd rock its world. Oh my God, Jeff, you're so violent. It's like, um, I'm not talking about sit down. This is where everybody gets like, this is where everybody likes to twist the story about me. Yeah. It's like, Jeff chokes out dogs when they don't do a downstay. It's right. like, no, I don't. The only time I've ever choked out a dog is to break up a dog fight. Because, like, my dog was being harmed mm -hmm. to um, keep me from getting bits because I don't want to be harmed. And that's it. Mm -hmm. But that's like, don't, wouldn't you? Like, hello? What's the other option? It's like, Let what it would you? you do if a dog was attacking your child? What would you do? Like, I'd like to think all rational people would do anything possible. Right. Not limiting to killing the dog. And nobody wants to talk about this. Oh, my God, that's terrible. I'm like, terrible? Like, don't you care about your child? Right. I'm blown away at people's response to, like, when I make statements like that. But it's like, that's got nothing to do with dog training. Like, we're talking about, like, survival here. We're talking about life. 
We're talking about the, the welfare of your child. It blows me away that people are so fanatical about dogs that they lose all reasoning power when it comes to, like, protecting their own family or themselves, and they put the dog's safety or happiness first. Like, you have to fucking be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. If any dog ever went after Angelo, like, I assure you, it wouldn't be pretty. Like, any of my kids, like, have you guys ever seen the damage a dog can do, let alone a pack of dogs? But it's like, like, have people seen the damage dogs can do? Have you seen that thing floating around Facebook that, like, dog maulings have increased by, like, 50 percent? Yeah. Something crazy like that. Yeah, that's like, be, that's wonder be, why. Wonder why, because we're not correcting dogs. Mm-hmm. And everyone will flip it. Oh, no, it's because we're correcting dogs more. I'm like. And the picture of it, though, is just, like, this poor girl and her, in her face, face, yeah, like, torn yeah, apart. Yeah. So sad. Okay. Next. Uh, four ninety nine from the Noble Dogs. Loved your targeting game with the human aggressive dog. Creative, fun, and effective. What is the difference between yes, free, and a clicker? Don't you answer that one. Um, they're all just markers. Yep. So we all we start all dogs on a clicker. So yes is yes is our like we pay like yes is what we want. Right. It's our yes marker. Yep. But we actually don't even use yes anymore. Right. We use break. So break is our yes and the release. Right. Right, which is which is what free is. Which so is what free, free would be. So free is free historically is a release word. Yes. Um, and then a clicker is your positive marker. So it could be your yes. Eventually, we phase it out and we use a verbal, but it's just a marker. It's it means a marker. Nothing until you teach it. Each one of those things that you mentioned, Grant, are marker words. So we all should have. You want to have a marker, and then you want to have something that follows the marker. You actually can use a clicker as a negative marker, mm-hmm. and, and not to get fancy, but meaning. I cl- everybody knows that usually clicker training is reward-based training. You can actually clicker train a dog, meaning a punisher's coming. It's no different than using tone on a remote collar to use it as a reward is coming or a punisher is coming. We're just so conditioned to think that clicker training is reward-based. Yeah. And it is probably, I, I mean, I, I'm sure, I mean, I don't know of anybody that uses a clicker. For no. For no. Right. But you could. You could. You can make broccoli mean no. Yeah, people don't. The dog doesn't know what it means until you teach it. Mm-hmm. That's why you clicker condition them. Yep. Or you load the clicker, mm-hmm. or you call it, you know, call it what you want. Next. Um, Good questions, Grant. Do do do. All right, this one looks like it's a few parts. Be right? careful there. Be careful. Who is that? This is Nicole. All right, but Nicole. This is like some interesting shit. So, yesterday my service dog and I were at a mall and a thief ran past us that was being chased by a cop. Oh, cool. The thief ran into my dog so hard that my dog fell to the ground. Wow. As my dog was standing up, another thief ran past Jeez. us with another officer running after him. My gosh. My dog works off leash due to him needing to complete tasks that the leash would interfere with. He was scared shitless by this point and started running away from the situation. Yeah. He wasn't listening to a word I was saying and then one stem from the e-collar and boom, he was back at my side. Awesome. However, he was definitely spooked. He is a legitimate task trained service dog. Right. Do you have any suggestions for building back his confidence? Yes. So what I want you to do, um, so what I want you to do is this. I'm sorry that this happened, number one. That really, really sucks. The chances of having one thief run over your dog, let alone two thieves run over your dog, it's like, you know, one one in a trillion, I would imagine. It happened. Done. Fact. Now, let's figure out what the damage is, and let's move from there. 
what I would do is get your dog back into the training routine and do as much confidence building stuff as you can. And you're gonna have to use that remote to override any fear. So the fact that your dog ran from you because the flight response kicked in, the fact that this is where people don't understand remote collars and how powerful they are. And they override the fear response in dogs. Mm-hmm. Especially a dog that's trained. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's so I'm so blown away by people who are like, oh my God, you're shocking a dog that's already afraid. It's like, well, I can't reward it because it won't take food. I try to touch it, it might bite me. Thank God the dog had an e-collar on. Yes. Your service dog yes. that you need for tasks. Right. Literally was running away from yeah, you. Yes. And I don't blame it. It mm-hmm. got, you know, it's like, yeah, it's a shit show. It literally, it literally, you got caught in a shit show. So what I would do is I would probably use that remote collar to override any of the fear. Maybe take a couple steps back, back in training and just like work the dog through the program. So work the dog through all his obedience, all of his tasks. Make it, make it, make it fun and rewarding, but hold that dog accountable for not doing it. So if your dog starts slacking on any of the known commands that it knew before this incident, you're going to have to correct it for not um, doing it. And that's just how you do it. Next. Um, another four ninety nine from the Noble Dogs. Can the click be used to build duration or is it always a release? What is the difference between click and break? So, yes, what you can do is you can you can give a – say, for, let's do sit, for an example. So when you're first teaching sit, historically, we don't care about duration. So it would be sit, reward, yes, or click, and then pay. And we don't care if they hold it or not. What you can start doing is, and I think a good example is this, is when we make our muzzle training video, the longer the dog holds his nose in the muzzle, the longer we're going to take to click. Um, But the same with sit. You can do that for duration work. So you can actually start not, in other words, the dog won't release until it hears the click. Um, Click is a marker, but so is break. Historically, some people do teach click means you can also break the command now. Or you can just say break to break the command. Next. Or you can even teach a terminal click. Right. So it's click, and then you can do like a double click for the release. Like right. There's so many things. There's you can so do many markers. things. It all depends on how you what your training program is, mm-hmm. and then you have to have consistency. Next. Just remember, just remember, the dog doesn't know anything you don't teach it yet, except for how to probably shit and piss and bark and bite and roll and shit dog and piss. Stuff. Yeah. Right. Like it's like it's balls. Why do they like rolling on smelly shit? Has that been cons- like scientifically confirmed yet? Well, I'm real. I don't know about it. this science stuff, so you know it's. But I mean, it's like, what's the study? Why the fuck do you like rolling on smelly shit? Because it's, to, but it's smelly shit to you. Yeah. But not to the dog. Oh yeah, I want to smell like dead fish and dead frogs. Burton loves rolling on dead frogs. Okay, That's ob- like his mo. So obviously, your dog loves rolling on dead <laughs> he frogs. Loves it. So, do you need to know the science version of it, or just knowing that like your dog likes to roll on dead? Can't you just accept the fact that your dog likes rolling on dead frogs? So gross. So your dog loves dog ass. I mean, not frog ass. Dog ass. Frog ass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he loves frog ass. Loves it. He's a frog ass man. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's what he is. Just dive bombs onto it. That's right. That's right. Concrete and all. Dead. Dead. Dead frog. (laughs) (laughs) He loves it. Next. Oh, we're so off topic, Jamie. Any plans on getting the podcast back on Spotify? I'd love to listen with my phone off, but it hasn't been updated since August. It is. There's a new link on it. I think Melissa put the new link up. There was a snafu back in August, actually. A snafu. Next. 
Um, Eric, hey guys, hope all is well. Happy New Year. I've been doing a bunch of board and trains. Dogs have been doing great. Awesome. And same with go home lessons. Awesome. Proud of you. Proud of you. That means you're putting in the work. And not only are that, you're putting in the work. Also, remember on your on your go homes. Who's that? Is that one of somebody we Eric know? Eric Katz. Oh, Eric. Um, oh, Eric. Congratulations, Eric. Remember the ninety ten rule on your go homes. You should be only be holding the leash for ten percent of the time. Clients should be holding the leash for ninety percent of the time because you want to go into coaching mode um, um, on the go homes. Proud of you. Next. Um, Eric, again, I offer follow-up lessons as well, but I haven't really been doing any with clients. Is that bad? Should I be chasing them down for lessons? Um, Wait for them to reach out to me at something, to set something up? So this is the thing about chasing them down. <clears throat> if you pre-qualify well enough, I'd like to think, we, we say, to, we, this is what we say to clients. At the first sign of slippage, at the first sign of any regression, let us immediately know. The dog's going to go back to you. There is an association with your home. There's an association with how the dog behaves with you, which dog trainers don't seem to ever talk about. Mm. Like dog trainers don't seem to, oh, you didn't do a good enough job training the dog. I'm like, yeah. have you not heard of association or relationship before? Yeah. It's like, no, no. Dogs, dogs go, this is how I behave with my owner. And the most extreme example, which is normal in our world, is we can be working with a dog for five weeks the first week it tried to bite us. For five weeks, no bite. As soon as the owner holds that leash, it goes after the trainer that was working with it for five weeks. Why? What happened? What, like, what happened? Other than it used to do that before it came in, but I associate my owner with this behavior. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is... Why this isn't talked about more, I'm amazed. Yeah. Now, the cool part about all this is, is, oh, so the training didn't work. Oh, no. The training worked. The owner goes, that's not allowed. I know what they know. With the remote collar or the barker. Then the dog goes, oh. We don't know if we, I mean, I'm projecting and humanizing here like the rest of everybody in this industry does. Then the dog goes, oh, so I can't do that shit with you either? Nope, you can't. Try it again, and I'll let you know you can't. That's where the human component, the human training comes in. The human training comes in. Next. Um, Katie, thanks, Jeff. Joelle, what was it you, was, you were going to say? I don't even remember anymore at this point. I probably was semi-insulting her, and she was going to come back with something snarky, or she was just going to randomly insult me. Bit my tongue. Because that's, that's her thing. And I don't mind. Yeah, randomly insulted, um, yeah, unwarranted. Well, most of your insults are unwarranted in my book. I don't insult you. I put funny Snapchat filters on you. There's a difference. Oh, we're not. There's no Snapchat here. I wasn't gonna insult you. Why are you? Why are you saying insults funny? Insults. It's almost like you're saying it like Akron. <laughs> Akron. <laughs> you don't do this shit alone. You want to read all your little questions on the podcast? I got Bronwyn jump. You want to jump in over Bronwyn's here? going to jump in. <laughs> Next. You already spilled enough coffee on you. I'll freaking dump another one on you right now. Right I over did. your head. I did. Levi, is there a difference from aggression and reactivity? Oh, huge. Yeah, aggression is like, you know, intent to harm. Reactivity. I mean, some of the most reactive dogs we've worked with go to doggy daycare. They love dogs. They just want to go see them. Yeah, there's a big difference. Next. Cheryl said, Nicole, I'm so sorry that happened. Yeah, that's probably the dog. 
yeah. the, 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 the two the two the two predator the two bad guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's terrible. Levi, my GSD Husky mix is well socialized, but any invasion of space, he reacts. So you got to advocate for your dog right now and teach your dog existence, and then teach your dog to back up instead of move forward. Next, we did a, we did a um there was a there was a tip from a seminar. Um, was it the San Francisco seminar that you put together? Where we talk about like the dog moving back. Seattle. Seattle. Next. Jennifer, I love the honesty you guys rock. Yeah. I wish there was more of it. I'm blown away. I'm blown away at the industry, how they don't like talk about half this shit. Because everyone wants to be like the nice shock collar trainer or they want to just lie. It's like, just be honest. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say you correct a dog high for, for something. That doesn't mean that's all we do. Right. Like share both sides of your story. You know, show your work. But meanwhile, you're leaving owners hanging, struggling. Next. Um, CZC, there is no such thing as a bad dog, just bad dog owner. I disagree with that highly. Yeah. Oh, no, there's, uh, you haven't met the dog. There are dogs out there that should not be alive. Absolutely. There are owners out there that are busting their fucking asses, doing everything right, but this dog still can't be trusted. There are bad dogs out there. That's such a cliche, but that cliche is wrong. I'm sorry, no disrespect for you. But I, we have met dogs that should not be alive. Dogs that want, they are predatory, aggressive dogs. They hunt down dogs to harm them. They hunt down children to bite them. They hunt down, like, I've worked with dogs that have bit their owners every single day. Do we make them better? Absolutely. Can we make them, like, great? Maybe, maybe not. Can the level of expectation be up there? Who knows? And they're not bad dog owners either. I'm sorry. I feel I find that no disrespect to you at all. But that's I, that's there are people out there, really nice, wonderful, hard-working people who are busting their ass with their dogs, but they still can't get their dog into a place that is that is that is safe or that is well-behaved enough to keep that dog around. I have huge amounts of empathy for people that have to unfortunately put their dogs down or surrender their dogs. And of course, there are people out there that randomly just give up their dogs. But the people that we meet are like. We can't take the biting anymore. I mean, we deal with biting dogs. We deal with dogs. Two two dogs in the same household that fight every day. And they don't have a trainer by them. They don't have financial resources by them. Um, um, they don't have a trainer with a skill set. Or th- with, with us, with us, like fighting dogs from the same house, that's the hardest thing. Sometimes a dog has to die. Sometimes a dog has to be rehomed. Sometimes a dog has to be surrendered. I mean, it's just like, this is the reality of it. They're animals. They're animals. Next. Grace, you guys make me laugh every show. Good or bad day, you plaster a smile on my face. Love y'all. Good. Thank you. Levi, I try to keep space and avoid meeting strange dogs, and he's fine even within 10 feet. But those ones I can't see coming get us I know. and flips the switch. I know. So what you want to do is you want to sort of set that up and work your dog through it. Next. Um, Nicole said, thanks, Cheryl. It's heartbreaking because I always try to advocate for him. And I know. I'm unable to. Yep. That's what that sets your dog back. But but it is what it is what it is. Let's move move ahead from here. Ashley, hi, J&J. Love your content. There's no BS. Quick question. Do you only use dogs regular kibble for training or do you use treats as well? If so, what kind of treats do you recommend? So we use, historically, 95% of the time, we use the dog's daily kibble. We're food trainers. 
Then we also have, we buy hot dogs by the case. We buy them for a dollar a pack. They're not kosher. No fucking rabbi fucking shaming on me here. Um, we, we buy them for a buck a case, a buck a buck a pack for like, what, 12 into a pack. Why would it matter if they're kosher? You're not eating them. I know. It's a joke. It's a rabbi joke. Huh. Thank you. Um, and then we use some dry liver sometimes. But we have to be careful because if you give them too much, they'll just shit all over the place. Mm-hmm. Next. Cheryl, Jeff, positive only trainers don't work with truly aggressive dogs. I totally agree with you. Dog goes for your face. You correct fast and hard. No reward for that. Yeah. But, but and there are some really good, but even positive tra- only trainer dogs can't hold commands long enough either. But, but that's how we train. That's how you begin the training of every task of every obedience command. We do the same thing. We do the same thing. Do you think we're punishing dogs into like obedience? No. There's so much misinformation out there in this dog training industry. How would it even work? How on earth would you teach recall through punishment only? Well, you make the dog afraid of not coming back to you. I guess so. Yeah. Like, I'll do that with a feral dog. Yeah. So a feral dog that wants a feral, not fearful, but that too, but a feral dog. You always do that. You elaborate. Not fearful. Because everyone's like, feral. oh, I've got a feral dog. I'm like, no, you don't. You have a fearful dog. They're two different things, There's two though. different things, right. It's like a feral dog, meaning no human interaction. Yeah. So I owned a true feral dog caught in the wild, and this dog was highly averse to humans. It was All it wanted to do was run away from people. Not because it was fearful, because it was, well, it was fearful as well. Feral. This, this is a feral dog. It's a feral animal, okay? So what did I, how did I train it to? Recall, for starters, I made it suck to run away from me. Well, no, I get it. Like, long line and prompt, but like, yeah, people think we like bonk dogs to train obedience. No, like, how God, no, on earth would that happen? Well, you, well, you could, I imagine, but <laughs> bonk. Like, you probably could <laughs> down, you probably could do, but but it's you know, like, how we don't do that. No, okay, Wes, relax. Oh, geez. Wes is having Wes is having marriage flashbacks. Settle. Not that we're married. She used to argue right, with yeah. her ex-spouse though, and every time we talk loud and use our hands, Wes goes, uh-oh. He's like, uh-oh. What are you doing? What am I doing here? <sighs> All right. Anyway, this shit just gets me so fired up. Next. Um Landon, training a pit and a little chihuahua in the same environment. When do I command rewards? The other reacts. They both get confused when speaking to the other on Good and no, vice versa. I work so training. Say that one more time. Hold on here. I'm confused by oh, this question. I know. There's two dogs. It okay. sounds like they're having trouble so with have, name recognition. Two, okay. So training a pit and a little chihuahua in the same environment. Yes. When do I command rewards? When I do command rewards, the other reacts. They both get confused when speaking to the other dog. Okay. Got it. Okay. Hold on. There's more. Okay. I work. So training time is limited. Yes. Any suggestions? Yes. Couple of options. Just train them both together, and like here means here, sit means sit, down means down, place means place. You make them both do the same thing. That's what I do with my dogs. If you want to do name recognition, train them individually first. Okay, you don't have to train them fully individually. Just work them separate. Do name of dog command, name of dog command. Once the dog becomes proficient in it, you get that dog up to correction level. What you do is then you put them both in the same room and you do name of dog command. If the other dog does the command, you actually can correct it for listening to um, the command, even though you told the other dog to do it. Next. Um, Levi, meeting a dog. Hold on. 
Is there more to this? Um, no. Meeting a dog we know and that will make GSD react in hopes of counter conditioning by dog doing pacifies and eventually closing distance. But you got to correct for the reactivity. Yes. Landon, time, oh, I read that. Michelle, I think I solved the issue of my dog marking my other dog. He hasn't tried me in a while, but boy, you were not kidding about the nine-month-old mark, his adolescent way of flipping me off. Yes, I know. <laughs> Big time. I hope people remember that. It's like, oh, my God, I've got a wonderful dog. It's like it's six months old. It doesn't know shit yet, okay? That's like, it doesn't have hormones. It, it's right. Its Wait till it starts going through sexual maturity at nine months historically. It's like, okay, now, holy oh, shit. And then two years. <laughs> what happened to my dog? It's like. Oh, my dog loves me. It follows me everywhere. It's 16 Jessel, weeks old. Roxy, st our staff dog, Brittany's dog that we use for everything. Right, 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 right. right. She just turned two. Oh, wow. She used to play with every dog. Now and they... now she's like, I'm not going near that aggressive dog. Wow. Like, so now we're like, what the hell, Roxy? Like, do your job. <laughs> she's smart now. <laughs> she's not innocent anymore. That's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. She's like more confident and stuff. Yeah. She's smart. She's smartened up. Next. Um... Michelle, I don't like retractable leashes, but out in the park with six-month lab on the long line, lots of snow and ice kept hanging up the line. Yep. Could I use a retractable leash for this during the winter? So, so Michelle, you do whatever you want to do. You do whatever you want to do. There's a reason why I historically don't like retractable leashes, but you can use it for for building searches for odor work. You can use it for recall training. You can use it for... You know, um, I mean, technically, if you were on a beach with your dog and there wasn't a lot of other dogs or people around, use it for that. It's definitely more convenient. I am going to say something. You, I'm kind of debating if I want to. And you are allowed to? For recall, I do, like, it's good for teaching recall because you can lock it and get that nice snap right, in the leash. Right, right, But obviously, if it's a freaking 120-pound dog, it could easily break. Why did you hesitate on that? Because I hate flexi leads, but if for your training, for recall, I kind of like the idea of being able to it, pop it, it and like. It has its purpose in the training realm. Yes. Dogs should not be walked on them. Yes. It has its purpose in the training realm. Yeah. But if you're on the beach and your dog's not awfully trained, but you want to give your dog a little bit of freedom, mm -hmm. you can have them drag a long line or a retractable. The problem with that is you can't reel it in quick enough historically if she hits the fan. Exactly. That's the problem with it. Yes. Agreed. And also, there is massive injuries that can happen from a retractable getting around oh, yeah. your dog's leg, but also, like, just look up retractable injuries online. Everyone's worried about prong collar injuries. Look up retractable leash. That so, shall burn so you. Prong collar injuries, there's like, what, one or two photos? Prong, uh, retractable leash injuries, there's hundreds at a minimum of injuries, both to dog and humans. Next. Yeah. Laura, thank you for your response and your time. I will try bonking. Love watching your content. Next. Thank you. Hannah, clarifying previous comment. Service dog does not stop with e-collar correction or prong correction in public. Scary man comment. Oh, so the dog um, is afraid of men, I think. Okay. And he, like the prong and e-collar are not stopping the lunging. So you need to counter condition your dog. You need to start advocating for your dog more. Probably, I mean, technically the dog can't be, shouldn't be a service dog because it can't do public access work. Um, so you might have to wash that dog if you don't stop it. What I would do is I would start advocating for your dog, putting your dog next to or behind you, and then getting you more exposure to males. Find neutral males that are not going to put pressure on it. Number one, your dog shouldn't be, be, be petted by anybody, being even approached by anybody, but people should be able to be a to approach you. Also, you can actually stop 
any unwanted behavior that your dog is doing though. So the people think that all service dogs have to be trained with positive reinforcement. That's just not right, blatant lie. I actually wouldn't want one. I'd want a dog that went through a correction phase to, mm. so they'd have, we'd have better proofing of it. Next. Agreed. Levi, I'm trying to replicate how you have dogs walk around in between each other like your seminars. First one with dog and then trying to get more owners involved. So what you can do is just do a group class. Do a group class and just get everybody comfortable. Um, start with start that. Just do offer start off start offering a group class next. Kaylee, okay, so what should I do to make him comfortable around men again? He backs away and makes a boof sound. What should I do? Um, well, the boof sound I'm not really worried about. I make the boof sound all the time. Um, and what happens is. The dog's backing away, which is better than moving forward, so the dog's trying to create space. So allow the dog to back away for a little bit. What you don't want the dog, the human to do is put pressure on the dog. So because the dog backs away, that doesn't, we don't want to, we want to make sure that humans are not, are not like trying to get the dog's attention. The human could talk to you, but should ignore the dog. And you proof that over and over and over again. Um, you can also start doing targeting. So you can also do target training, which is what we're doing, but I don't know if I want my service dog going up to people, but you can at least start doing target training, which um, you can just look up how to do target training in with or touchpad training in um, on YouTube. Next. Tara, I agree about the low bar. My GSD auto sits on a stop every time. I get so many comments from that. It amazes me. Nice. Michelle, oh, they are for plyometrics. Cool. Way to repurpose the box jumps. Nice. Tabitha, thank you. I'm a trainer in a small town at a small facility using your methods. I get a lot of shit for using prongs and remote collars, but it works. All of my clients are happy. Yeah, that's all that really matters. Whether you're in a small town or a big town, it doesn't matter. We live in a snowflake society right now. So we were just in San Francisco. Hate. Seattle. Hate. Los Angeles. Hate. San Diego. Hate. Wherever we go. Toronto. Huge town. Hate. Boston, Massachusetts. Big town. Hate. Like... It's just lack of information, lack of knowledge, and just a lot of snowflakes out there yelling and screaming about things they don't know about. Yeah. Meanwhile, their dogs can't even fucking walk on a leash. Yep. Outside in public. But he's friendly. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, okay, we'll call your friendly dog back. Let's yep. see how that recall training is going. Next. Tabitha, thank you. I'm a trainer in a small town. Oh, I just friend. that. Yep. Connie, my dog is about 90% improved for reacting to gas station attendant. Thank you. Cool. Let's get that other 10%. So dial up on the remote cower 10%. <laughs> Jamie, ooh, Joelle, I don't blame you. My dad loves A Clockwork Orange, but I'm not going anywhere <laughs> near that freaky movie. Who loves that movie? How can you like that? Have you a seen scary... A Clockwork Orange? No. Okay, we're doing a Clockwork Orange fucking viewing party here. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fucking slap you. Is that what you just said to me? No. Yes, you did. <laughs> My God. I didn't say that. Is that what I said? Yes, that's what you said. Huh. You and your tan self. <laughs> yes. Tan? Me? <laughs> do, I, oh, do I look tan Am today? I tan? Do I look tan? Does my hair look good today on my new tan? <laughs> Bronwyn, if you move, you're going back up to Canada. Oh, Jesus. Four-month-old GSD, aggressive eater that bites her brother crazy while eating if he doesn't finish before her. Okay, guys. Your dog should be eating in crates separately. Next. Dark Warrior. Jeff, I can't begin to tell you how much you've inspired me. 
I'm starting to train friends' dogs as well as nice. others in my neighborhood nice. to try to build my skill set. That's I what fucking you do. love this shit. So, so Dark Warrior Man, number one, or female, I'm not sure. I, man is universal. Even though I could say lady, it doesn't make a difference. It's just, I guess it's the world we live in. Um, what I want you to make sure you're also doing is documenting all of this. So lots of photos, lots of videos. Document the hell out of it. Start telling good stories. That doesn't mean making up stories. It's like storytelling. Take take your viewers and take your listeners through the experience. Okay? Mm. Get testimonials. Um, and the big thing is always show your stuff. Or at least re- at least record your stuff. You know, or start archiving it next. Elsie, maybe you need to use a chancla on Jeff tonight. Maybe I do. Take my shoe right Who off. Who is that? Elsie? Yeah. Elsie. Okay. Right I assure you, Joelle knows how to apply proper punishment to me. She doesn't need any wild ideas. Okay? I just don't want a clip of it to go viral. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. The camera's off. I can just see it now. You know, you know, <laughs> you know, that, you know, that, you know that video? I can see it now, too. <laughs> You know that video of my buddy Grieg in Australia who yes. punched the kangaroo? I freaking love that video. So, yeah, he's such a badass. Yeah, the guy, he's, he's a buddy of mine. So, um, in fact, he just made number three of the top Australia moments in yeah. 2000. And uh, I kind of, for some that reason. I think had his dog in a chokehold. I'd freaking punch it yeah, too. Yeah, so, well, that was a, the, yeah, people are freaking out. They're like, oh, the poor kangaroo. I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know. You know, kangaroos will disembowel you without thinking twice. Yeah, that so, poor dog. Um, also, Greg is six foot five. Like this kangaroo, he squared up. I know right he was next almost as big as it. Yeah, I know. But anyway, I'm just imagining like when they slow that down, and Man punches <laughs> kangaroo for no reason. And they, and they slow. They, no, they slow it down, and they look at the kangaroo's <laughs> face. Is what it's gonna look like when you fucking clock me. It does. It looks at him like, did you just hit me in the face? No one's ever done that before. Well, kangaroos. I mean, kangaroos beat the shit out of each other. Oh, I know. I mean, have you ever seen a good kangaroo fight? It's pretty yep. nasty. Oh, man. Yep. Chancla. Abandoned entity. Small milestone today. I've been working with the family's Mastiff mix. I got the e-collar rigged to fit him and worked along a walking path nice. behind my house. Nice. I had him hold sits and downs as dogs passed. Any sign of arousal was met with a correction and Boom. he never had a chance to charge at them. Beautiful. Same with passing people. He had had some idiot try to baby talk him and I had to briskly tug him along. Good. Um, Good. Good job. Who's that? Hold on. There's more. It was a great amount of progress for one afternoon. Who's that? Abandoned entity. Abandoned entity. Kudos to you. Bam. I love. I love all the progress that our that our fans make. Yeah. It's just great. Mm-hmm. I love all the stories. Like we're getting some really great engagement on social media. Guys, share your stories with each other. Yeah, but you're also doing a really great job. Like. Getting social together, your team is doing a really, really great job, and and you're putting up some really great stuff. And I just the, and like seeing when everyone interacts with each other. And they're, they're answering like, each other's questions. Yeah, and it's like if we don't have time to respond, somebody's like, "Here's the link to Jeff's seminar." I know so it's like, 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 wow, our fans are awesome. Meanwhile, we've got four people that are like always like like putting yeah. up social. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the and the staff's doing a great job of documenting what's going on here. So good stuff happening. Good yep. stuff happening. Next, um, Rick. Part one, Thursday, first bonk while delivery person was delivering e-collar. Started training place with e-collar. Many repetitions. Nice. Uh, where's the rest? I don't know. There it is. Part two, Saturday, bonk while receiving delivery of prong collar. Not sure if the bonk has fixed everything at the door, but we have a good start. Well, no, a bonker is a great, it was a great de-arousal at the front door tool. 
Absolutely. Sure yeah. Next. Tara, what's a good response for when people say e-collars cause aggression and anxiety? I'm always at a loss for a good response to this. Good. Nothing. No words. No. Nope. Literally, like, what, what? Why do you have to respond? What? Why do you feel you have to respond? Literally, just look at them like. I never respond. I mean, on my Q and A show, I might, but in a forum, like you don't see me in forums. So, like, I'm not on forums. My clients all know what I do. Mm-hmm. My seminar attendings all know what I do. Isn't it interesting? Like, our clients come because they want us to do these things. It's not like some secret thing. They don't show up and they're like, holy shit, you're going to use that towel on my dog? It's like, we're here because you do that. I know. That's the whole I point can't tell of being you, transparent. I can't tell you how many times at a seminar people are like, I always ask permission. Like, you've documented that, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. So I would say, okay, I'm going to bonk your dog. Is that okay? And this is what's going to happen. And they're like, that's why we're here. Yeah. I want to learn how like, to do it People right. want us to teach them how to correct their dogs for unwanted behavior. Mm-hmm. Like, the obedience, they usually have down. Yeah. They usually got that down. That little Dalmatian puppy that came, she was, like, sharp. Still talking about that Dalmatian. It's so funny. It's yeah, it was you, seven months old. She had really good she obedience. Did, she killed she it. She did a great job with that dog. Yeah. I know. But it was so funny because when I was going through all the photos to build a photo album, I was like, it's funny. I always know what Joelle's favorite dog is at a seminar because there's so many pictures of it. She was adorable. I'm I've not, never seen a brown Dalmatian. I'm They're not, always black and white. I'm not giving you a hard time about it. I'm just saying, though, it, you're right. I mean, she killed it with that dog. Yeah. Yeah. Just goes to show. Next. Four ninety nine top chat from the Noble Dogs. Yep. Thoughts on playing teaching tug? I don't hear much of you guys using it. And what ways do you use tug at your training center? We don't usually. No, we actually teach a lot of dogs tug. We well, just don't document it because... People will do it. So what I mean by we don't use tug, what train it is, tug... Okay, a lot of people are using tug as a redirection thing. And that's not what we do. But teaching the tug is like just an extracurricular thing, like a trick. We use it to prove out. Yep. So we'll, and like to have like, we do free sessions with the dogs so they get to go out, have some fun. Right. And it's like, we'll play with toys, but I'm not going to play with you unless you can release it. Right. So we'll prove out and we'll have fun. Right. But I think teaching tug to redirect arousal. No, we never use it as part of like the training program. Yeah, right. This is not like, I want to be specific. That's why I said immediately no. And you were just like, yes, we do, which is true. There's truth to both of it. But I want people to really understand it's like a lot of people, what they're doing is they're like, they've got these aroused reactive dogs yeah. on a walk. Yeah. And they're like, play tug instead. No. It's like, no. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. No. Why would I want you to do that? No. I'll teach you tug. But tug is a very specific protocol. Like, like I can, with all my dogs, because I don't teach tug to – to client dogs, because I'm not working on, I'm not working on the, the training floor. Is but with my dogs, with my dogs t- doing all their bite work, say we take a tug, I'll hold it up to their faces. They can't bite it, mm-hmm. so it's good for impulse control. Mm-hmm. Um, I give them a bite command, they bite it, um, and then we say out. And that you're right, that use it for proving out. So it's got lots of, lots of different levels to it. But but controlled biting is way different than uncontrolled biting. Yeah. But, and that's why I won't I won't do it with a dog until I know they know out. They know out, yeah. Because Otherwise, people, like, you're off leash, you have a toy, you might try to bite me if I take it. Right. Like, no. Yeah, I think that's, people are, too, if you're going to train your dog to bite, you better train your dog to not bite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next. 
So that's how we train Tug. Um, but as far as like Grant mentions, like you don't teach, show us teaching it. There's like, we can only show so much. We've probably shown some, but it's, we don't do it as a training protocol. So we'll be like, here's Piper having a free session. Right. We don't say learning Tug. Right, but it's not our gig either. No. That's not our gig. Like we don't do sport work here either. So... But also we have to keep in mind like there's only so many hours in the day of videos that we can put up. Yeah. And what's the most valuable? Mm -hmm. Now, not to say tug is not valuable, but it's far from the most valuable. Right. Far from the most valuable. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of other things like leash reactivity, teaching calmness, um, how to proof basic obedience, how to introduce, um, uh, get a dog, you know, rehabbed, yeah. how to work a dog through fear. Um, so there's a lot of stuff we don't show because it's just like, it's not as valuable. It's like, but as far as like, um, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of things we don't show. Yeah. Like that one day I had Marlo playing with his ball. That was just, I put it up because yeah, it just for hilarious. Shits and, right, <laughs> it is. Meanwhile, though, like, that's not why he's here. No. Like, so oh, no. meanwhile, everybody loves it, but he tried, you see a biting dog? He was. Okay. So it's like, but does anybody want to see how we stop biting? Right. No. But they want to see how I'm playing. Mm -hmm. But it's like, he didn't need, he didn't come here for that. Yeah. He came here He's because just finally at the point now where he can be trusted off leash. Yes, exactly. And now you can have right. like off leash in dry in drive yep. without biting a human. Yes. Right, right. Yeah. Connie walking my daughter's pup. Neighbor walking over with barking Yorkie is for a face to face meet. I said no, but yeah. I took the leash of the York and walked them together. Thank you. Yes, it's like why the fuck people do that amazes me. Next. She Wolf, good evening, Jeff. I have a foster dog that knows basic commands and started duration work four weeks ago. Awesome job. Has a weird habit of peeing from place. Dog is laying down, break, and pees. Super embarrassing. So never break your dog. So I, I put a slip lead on your dog. Teach your dog better in, um, potty manners by probably like getting it right to the door, right outside. Uh, monitor its food, monitor its water. Figure out what the schedule is. Next. Levi, when people talk about the negative impact from corrections, do you ever see any of it? We're not. Imagine harm. It's called imagined harm unless unless stopping an unwanted behavior is a bad reaction. Yeah. Some people say, oh, the dog yelped. I'm like, the dog yelped? What's the big fucking deal about dogs yelp all the time? Like, like so many things make dogs yelp. You know, what, you know what happened today? No, two days ago. This happens almost every time we play Chuck It. I fucking whizzed the chuck it ball and Tex, you know, Tex is always running back and forth. Always. Fucking Tex ran right in front of the ball. That fucking ball nailed him on the side. It almost sounded like the bonker, you know, when I bonked at Great Pyrenees. It sounded just like that fucking bonker did. Mm -hmm. And you know it stung like hell. Yeah. Guess what he did? Didn't give a shit. Of course he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. But he, what did he do? Did he make an audible or No, something? but he could have. Yeah. But even if he did, it's like, don't run fucking, don't run in, fucking yeah. in front of chuck it balls anymore. I can tell Burton's been plowed over by like girl or something. I know. And he's just like, right. and it like goes right back to face yes. like It's like, yeah. Make yes. It's like, meanwhile, they're all riding in the car together. They're yeah. all playing out there together today. He's so scared of girl. It's like, people are so, it's like, okay, if you actually talk to people who properly apply a punisher to their dog, over and over and over and over, they will say they have a better relationship with their dog. Like that's all we that's all we have. That's all we get. Like we we I hear I understand the imagined harm part, and I understand all the old wives' tales and innuendos. But all I know is I live in a world of reality, and the reality is 
owners have finally have a better relationship with their dog, have more control over their dog, have better behavior for their dog, and then the shrapnel effect is overall good stuff. You can actually do shit with their dog. I know. Yeah. It's yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next. Uh, Skinner, do you teach break to make the dog stay without saying stay? Well, we t- we don't use the word stay. I mean, and a lot of people say, why don't you use the word stay? And I'm like, well, why do you use it's the word stay? It's just one more marker. It's one more word. They have to learn. It's another command. So yeah. we use, when it comes to sit, down, place, I mean, technically heel, I guess you can break your dog out of heel. Um, we do for potty breaks. Right. But for any duration work, we don't use stay. We use a release word. Our release word happens to be break. But meanwhile, you can call, if a dog is in a sit or down or place, you can actually call your dog to you without breaking them. But we use the word break as our release word. Therefore, the dog knows command and release. And it's very clear to the dog. And if they don't, if they break the command, it's eventually no with a consequence. Next. Um, Kiki. Will you be showing any of your reactive dog class content? I'm so interested in seeing this. Um, it's a it lot of the same a stuff. Like it's a lot of the stuff we have seminars. We'll see. We'll see if we have a photographer down there. So Joelle and I are teaching it. We'll see if we can wrangle Bronwyn into it or not or someone else next. People have to remember it's like every time you see something on video, not to sound like a dick here, but every time you see something on video, I paid somebody to be holding the camera. Just always keep that in mind, guys. So I think in 2019, I spent $100,000 on, on putting up content, free. So like, the, trust me, if it was up to me, we'd have, well, we do technically have full-time people here, but it's like, but every, every video you see, I paid for somebody to film it, paid for somebody to edit it, paid for somebody to caption it, paid for somebody, like, the only thing I don't pay for is, well, I do pay for the bandwidth to upload it. Technically, the platform that it sits on, I don't have to pay for because Facebook and Instagram are free. But everything leading up to that, I have to pay for. Sure do. I have to pay for. It's all, it's all, it's all, I can be making a lot more money if I didn't put up so much social media. But I want to help people that are not either logistically close to me, geographically close to me, or they don't have the financial means to hire me. I want to be able to help as many people as possible. So as far as the reactive dog class, um, Bronwyn, by the way, the 15th and the 22nd. No, it's the 18th. The 18th and the 25th, it's a Wednesday from 6 to 8 p.m., yeah. you're filming. So <laughs> so, so we will film it, and then we'll figure out what we can show, what we can show. Because we have to be careful what we can show now, because in the world of 2019, God forbid you show correcting your dog, um, uh, even though it solves a problem that's been around for five years and the owner can have a better life with it, you're now you're, you're abusing your dog. But meanwhile, vets are cutting open dogs left and right. They're fucking, they're, they're de-sexing dogs. Uh, cats are being declawed. Um, I mean, I mean, there's like, so it's so ironic how as a trainer, you can't do something that keeps the dog alive without being an abuser. But as a vet, you can do whatever you need to do to keep the dog alive. And nobody ever says it's abuse. No. And they rarely get sued for malpractice. Mm-hmm. So, and I love my vets, don't get me wrong, but I'm sorry. But, you know, sawing open the chest of a dog is pretty fucking invasive to fucking put electric stimulus on their heart to get them to fucking, uh, uh, to start. By the way, I don't think that's ever worked. Maybe it has. I talked to a CPR specialist about that, about like, should you ever do that? And they're like, that barely ever works. Hmm. Yeah. 
Look at Kira, how she's laying right now. Was your... She's totally on her back, like... Yeah, I know. Sprawled, spread eagle. Next. The Noble Dogs, four ninety nine. Do you always only teach dogs to drop with the remote? I teach dogs to drop with the remote, but I haven't seen your how-to video on dropping items. We have many... Well, we have out. It's called out. We absolutely have out command. I probably put up the first out command with a remote collar than, than anybody else in the industry. That's not an ego statement. It's like, I've been showing my work on remote collars for years. For years. Before e-collar technology even existed, I've been showing my work on that. So, this is back when I used to use Dogtras. So, yeah, we have out commands. But we don't have to have, we don't have a ton of them because you don't need a ton of them. You just need one good out command video. Next. Levi, ever have interest or see the need for a more technical show or sticking to pet dog stuff? Pet dogs. That's all... Pet dogs. We're trying to keep dogs alive. We're trying to keep dogs out of shelters. I'm not interested in doing anything technical at all. Number one, that's not my level of expertise at all. Like somebody tried to start talking about like, you know, negative reinforcers and, you know, operate conditioning last week. And I was like, man, you're on the wrong show. Like do your own podcast. Nothing against this person at all. Even though he called me a, um, a, a rude name, but it's like, it's like do your own show. Like, don't you pick up the flavor of the show? It's like, my owners don't want to know about operant conditioning. Well, they need to. It's like, well, frankly, no, they don't. No. They don't need to know about it. Mm -mm. They don't. They're not technically training the dog. Right. Next. Um, Sabrina, what are you using instead of yes? I haven't heard about the change. Sorry. <clears throat> We're using break. So we changed our whole marker system to help owners. Because before we had command, good, yes, break. And at the go home, too much. it was a shit show. Too much. It's too much. They're missing markers. Like dogs yep. are getting confused right. because it all becomes part of the queue. Yep. So what we have started doing is while they're in training, it's command, good for duration. Yep. Break is the release and the reward. Yes. By the time they go home though, it's literally command, break. Yep. That's it. So when they say break, dog gets released, they get to have party time with and the no, owner. And no. And no for. Oh yeah. And then no, no obviously. Right. So we, we train for clients. Yep. This is it. I think that might be the difference between us two. Mm -hmm. Is like, and probably the biggest criticism we get. Mm -hmm. It's like, geez, that's sort of like slaw. No, no, no. It's like, like, they're not our dogs. We're training these dogs so owners have success. Owners, so, I mean, owners fucking struggle, struggle how to fucking turn on their phone sometimes. Do you know what I mean? And, and they're just not like holding the leash is yes, hard sometimes. Yes. Proper leash handling. If owners learn better leash handling, and we teach them this, this isn't a diss on owners, but it's like teaching owners just how to have proper leash handling skills will give them a better walk. Mm -hmm. You know, the timing of the correction, fuck, the timing of the reward, the timing of the marker, like there's a lot of shit owners need to learn without, Body language. without making it, excuse me, without making it complicated. Yeah. So we want to train these dogs simple stuff. Yep. Simple. I'm just a simple dog trainer. Mm -hmm. Stopping stuff and training stuff. Yeah. Nice. Next. It's working great. Like there's no before it's like they would say yes and then they'd forget to like release the dog or right. like it was right. just right. That's it was just really that, hard. Okay, so let's stop right there. That's probably when you started switching. You're like, owners were saying yes, which was the release word that we used. Not the release word, but the sort of the finish of the activity yeah, word. Like the so you're like, marker. but now now you have to be like, um, tell your dog Break. that's tell yes. your right. So we changed it because we noticed that owners were struggling. Yes. So what did we do? Even though we had no problem with it, mm -hmm. you guys mastered it. You did great at it. But your dog trainers, mm -hmm. you work with lots of dogs. 
you said, I'm sure there was one day during the go home where you and Britt probably got together and said, are you seeing this too with owners? Yes. And you probably got in. I remember the exact yeah, day. Yeah, there you go. Yep, and you probably said, why There's do we There's no ma- need for all this. Before. Why don't we just make this easier for owners? Yep. Just say break and that's your, and we'll reward on break if we're still on a reward-based system, and which most of these dogs are not, and um, they're on just correction for non-compliance. But technically, the reward is the release. Right, exactly. We'll, be, we'll pet them, we'll yeah, throw a ball, yeah. run around and have fun, Anything. and then boom, go back to command. Exactly. So it works. Next. Perfectly. Awesome. Um, Michelle, I love when I read ahead and answer questions in my head. Then you confirm my answer when you get to the question. Yay, I'm smart. <laughs> no, or hold on here. Not to take away your smartness. You got common sense. Next. Um, sh- cherry, cherry ripe bar. Two-year-old Malinois. Is that your real name or your stripper name? Come on. <laughs> Two-year-old Malinois rehomed from military. No background in actual training. No basic obedience training. She is people and dog aggressive. I'm working bloody hard to correct this, but struggling in public. Okay. So. Whew. That is a lot Okay. Of so let's talk about this. <clears throat> you own a human and dog aggressive Malinois who failed out of the military for a reason. So we don't know why. You might never know the real reason why. Maybe it was doing too much uncontrolled biting. You're struggling. You own a male. Males can be challenging dogs. It takes a special skill set to work with a male. What I would do is I would find a trainer to help you that works with high drive working dogs that is a little bit on the old school side to at least stop the unwanted behaviors first in conjunction with also training what you want. Because having a biting male that bites people and humans, I mean, sorry, people and dogs, is a very dangerous situation, as you know. That's why you you asked. So what I would do is I would start jumping into the rabbit hole of of our videos, possibly do a Skype with us, See if we can go attend one of our seminars, but find somebody that knows how to work with a high drive biting dog. So do you want to go till 10? We have so many questions left. I'm up for it if you are, but we're like really not getting through these quickly at all. It's already 930. It's up to you. I'll keep going. All right. I'm, I, I can go all night. All right. That's comes not. No more rants tonight, though. We got to try and like okay. answer these let's people's ba- questions. Okay, let's bang them out. All right. Um, Rick, I already read that. Bobby, any stories about having to do a high punisher in public? I'm scared to high correct around other people because my dog will yell. So what you want to do is do all your high corrections at home. Make sure you teach the word no, followed up with a high correction at home. So no has value. Next. Kasha, what do you do if you do not have a special collar to correct? Um, you just teach your dog no. You can use a bonker, foot tap, leash correction. Like there's so many different ways you can do. Next. Rick uh, started with a prong collar, walking around the house a little so he could get used to it, then went on our usual walk eight-tenths of a mile. He was great. Best we've had in a while. Awesome. Proud of you. Next. Daniel, I play tug of war with my dog, and he then eventually begins to get more rough and then forgets about the toy and then starts to bite my arms and also feet. He seems to get aroused and a bit aggressive. Yes. So you're, you've, you've turned your, uh, you've turned, you've, you're starting to create an uncontrolled biter. What I want you to do is, is do shorter tug sessions, but you can correct all that shit. 
but be careful you might put your dog in the defense next Gretchen, whenever people say I like dogs more than I like people, I automatically hear several red flags. I don't know that I'd allow someone who said that to pet sit my dog if I was in trouble and needed to be corrected or hurt for the safety of a human. A phrase like that makes me doubt that they would do what's necessary. Correct. Agreed 100%. That's usually antisocial people, and I get it. That's fine. Next. Sherry, Happy New Year from California. Happy New Year to you. Gretchen, I think they roll in crap to hide their odor for hunting. That's what I heard. There you go. David Smith. Hey, David. An old dog of mine used to go to Mexico with me four to five times a year. Always found dead fish, seagull, anything on the beach. He learned to enjoy sleeping on the porch, lol, every time. <laughs> well, there you go. Yep. Sounds like Bert. That's right. Um, Lechesis with e-collar recall training from a sit. Do I release the continuance as soon as the dog starts coming or once it has come and sat in front of me? You have, that's up to you. Depends how motivated your dog is to come, come to you. You got both options, working level, remote collar, pressure on until you come all the way over to me. So you finish the task or until you start, um, your, your, your intention is, um, imply that you're actually coming to me. That's, I'll leave that one up to you. Next. I think you bought me this latte for a reason tonight. I'm like, oh, you brought me coffee. That's so nice. And now I'm like literally going to be up till one in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's why I bought you. I bought you. You're right. I bought you the latte. I, Let's you're, keep going. You're right. Three that, hour podcast. That's right. That's that's why I bought you the latte. Maybe. Yeah, it had to be some ulterior motive other than to be fucking nice to you. Maybe. Right. Levi, early on, did you have limited patience? I do a lot of work, but sometimes it seems I get nowhere and we stop and try again the next day. Not um, The only time I remember having limited patience is when I was under 10 years old and I was building model airplanes with glue and the model cars. The only time cars. in your life you had limited patience was when you were under 10? No, the only time I really remember having a lot of unlimited patience. A lot of unlimited patience. No, he's asking limited patience, not unlimited oh. patience. Limited No, patience. lots of limited patience, I'm saying. Meaning it was a frequent thing for me. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, yes. Limited patience frequently. You said unlimited, though. Oh, That's okay. Different. That's different. That's the polar That's opposite. opposite. That's the polar opposite. <laughs> right. So dog training, no. I had limited skill sets when I first started. Next. Gretchen, Jeff almost missed that expression she made when I said her hair always looks good and Jeff interrupted her to finish answering a question he'd already nexted. I know. I was about to be like, thanks, Gretchen. He's like, oh, hold on. Hold on. Fuck Joelle's hair. Thanks, Gretchen. Can I tell you something? No. <laughs> your hair on your tan skin looks fantastic tonight. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I got a spray tan, guys. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's why the fucking show's going until 10. You will show up about your fucking... I need more screens. <laughs> that's because we won't... That's what it is. It's like my hair and skin will Shut never... Up. It's not going to look this good for weeks. Melissa, pull every clip. It's like, it's like, it's like... <laughs> Let's go till 10 because my hair looks fantastic tonight. Pop out content from this oh show. Oh my gosh. Let's ah. throw another half hour. Jeff, <laughs> you don't have, Jeff, you don't have to be anywhere tonight, do you? Oh it's no. It's because I took that nap. I'm okay. not exhausted. Thank okay. you. Okay. Top Gun Dog Training. Love your videos. Thanks for the content. Thanks. Landon put a laughing, crying emoji. Justin, where can we find the CS and NCS videos? Which playlist? Go. I don't know if it's on a playlist. It could be underneath the DIY or the how-to. Just in my in my in my YouTube channel, Solid Canine Training. Just type in um, NCS down and NCS place. I think that's the only two we've made so far on that. Next. Cassandra, what are the steps for training a command, starting with clicker and ending with correction? Oh God, Ooh, that's a lot. That's a long one. We'll do a live on that one. Remember that next. Okay. Jamie, working with a fearful and... Hold on one second. Stop. 
Stop. I'm sorry. We wait. Hold on. We're about to talk about your hair because you can. No. Okay. Good. I'm going to interrupt you. Okay. So I did a live the other day that takes you sort of through there. Next. Jamie, working with a fearful and reactive dog, I have her do tasks. I know she knows, and even though I'm being patient and calm, sometimes she'll pancake to the ground and or back. Not sure what I'm doing wrong. Um, it, what's your le- So believe it or not, with a fearful dog, you can correct. You might be missing the correction part. Next. Daniel said, use a chancla for a feral dog. You could. Next. Barista boy, calm on command, where to start? Um, hey, barista boy, you've been on here in a Calm while. on command is everything put together. Everything put together. Next. Gretchen, ugh, retractable leash injuries, tons and tons. The same wires, leash material is used for the tie-outs from PetSmart, which are horrible. Dogs hang themselves on fences with that shit. We once had a pet goat do that. It was really sad, but since then I found you guys can safely put a dog on a tie-out if they're on a heavy chain and a thick flat collar. Nice. Next. Gretchen, keep mocking Joelle. Jeff, your ribs will be broken one of these days. Um, my ribs have already been broken. And number two, this is a love-hate relationship we have with each other. And this is all in jest. We actually have a very, very professional relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, this is more for, I think, all of you to, um, and I let her get away with all this shit because um, <laughs> it makes for good content. Next. David Smith, I saw Clockwork by sneaking in on HBO when I was like 13. No wonder I'm so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> David. David. Fucking love David. David, can I just tell you something? Are you going to come to Vegas next year or what? David. This e- year. David, even if you didn't watch Clockwork, you'd still be fucked up. Next. True story, David. <laughs> Kibu. I use a flexi lead on prong, but not like most people do. Kibu is on a very short, loose leash on the walk. When I get to the grassy area, I give him lead so as to do his business, then back to heel. Next. Maria, greetings from Poland. How to become a trainer? In Poland, people are still think- thinking that prong collars are torture devices. Stone Age. LOL. Okay. It's not just... It's not just um, in Poland, everywhere. So you just need to find enough people to not think that. So how many dogs a week can you train? Multiply times 52 weeks, that's all the dogs you need. I remember I was in Lexington, Texas, and somebody literally is in Dallas. And she's like, oh, the market is saturated there. I don't know if I can make a, a living. And I'm like, how many dogs can you handle in a board and train at a time? Three a month. I said, so that was her answer, three a month. You need to find 36 dogs in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and probably even bigger to make a living. You can't find 36 dogs? Yes, you can. Next. See, Tierman, client walking her reactive dog using prong to Aussies on harnesses, aggress toward her, no reaction from her for once. Owner of Aussies recommended she lose the prong for a harness. Hilarious. Yes. As yes. Mm. Yep. Kibu, with my small hands, grip issues, the handle of the flexi lead makes it easier for me. Okay. Landon. Thanks for the guidance, Jeff and Miss Joelle. I think y'all should come to Louisiana if you get a chance. Not much money here, but we do love our dogs. Lots of pits here. Your methods show results. Well, first of all, there's lots of pits everywhere. My buddy Sean O'Shea, go to the thegooddog.net, thegooddog.net. He's down in New Orleans. Um, next. <clears throat> Junior, tips on confidence building on dog walks? Not aggressive, but mostly fearful or timid. So believe it or not, with your fearful, timid dog, you can hold your dog accountable on dog walks. That's been the game changer. Also work on confidence building things outside of the walks. Hold your dog accountable on other things outside of the walks, then the walk will be better. What everyone's doing is they're letting their dogs get away with a lot of nonsense inside the house. They're not being demanding of their dog inside the house. They're, they're reinforcing, believe it or not, fear, even though they don't do it on purpose. 
inside the house and then outside they're expecting their dogs to be perfect. But no, it, you got it wrong. You got it flipped. Flip it next. Kibu, please, Joel. what is the link to your social media training? And Melissa posted the link to Skype with me. Awesome. Um, Deb, regarding responding to comments about e-collars, I actually got a letter from HOA stating that my dog is aggressive, insinuating the use of e-collar proves it. I responded strongly. Case closed. Yeah. Case closed. Oh, my co- God. I would not only do that, but I would actually send them a lawyer's letter for harassment. And then also what I would do is, if you really want to make a stink of it, go through your HOA and all the infractions, walk around your neighborhood, walk around your neighborhood, literally house to house, and write down every single fucking infraction that every single house is doing, whether it's the peeling paint to the to the weeds, to the fucking length of grass, to the fucking color of the house, to a work vehicle in the driveway, to a ladder on the top of a vehicle. Like HOAs are out of control. And I would send that fucking letter to the to the board of the HOA say, you wanna fuck with me, motherfuckers? Let's go. Let's go to fucking battle. Because there's nowhere in that fucking HOA does it say dogs cannot have remote collars on. So crazy. All right? Because they're not for aggressive dogs. They're great for aggressive dogs, but they're for all dogs. Fucking hunting dogs wear, wear remote collars. Like, that, I would fucking take them the fucking task and shut them the fuck up. Can't stand fucking HOA boards. You see the smoke coming out of his ears? I told Is that not I, show I, on the camera? I wasn't allowed to rant either. Sorry. Jesus Christ. All right. Junior said, this is in regards to his fearful dog on walks. He sees a random stranger, immediately pulls to go the other way. Yep. Correct. You can correct for that next. Mm. Deb, he is reactive and we are constantly working on it and coming to Florida seminar soon. Awesome. Cool. So it's so, people are blown away. You can actually correct your fearful dog for trying to flee you. Because if not, you end up with a dead dog in the street. Next. Kaylee, so there's nothing wrong with my dog went out in public. Would, would you wash him because of boofing at people because he's a service dog? Or should I just continue to work him? The boofing, no. No. The backing away and the barking at men. I think it was the, you're, If I recall, your dog was very afraid of men. He's boofing at them. Boof? Or just tell your dog to shut up. The boofing I don't care about, but I but I, I thought I think there were two. Sir, one was oh two different dogs. Two different. Oh, oh 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 oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. No no. I think. I don't know unless look look in the service dog handbook. Is boofing allowed? Next. <laughs> Judy, my rescue goal. All I know is boofing's only allowed here when employees are off the clock. You keep nexting me and then you keep going. You've done it like a hundred times tonight. Your hair looks fantastic. I don't give a shit. Okay. Judy, my rescue golden, six years old, will not release on tug or a toy, will not drop it. So you have to teach the out command, use a remote collar out, boom. Christine, hi Jeff, I've trained my dog using your techniques and there's a big improvement. Awesome. Just afraid of how she will respond being introduced to a new puppy. I don't know. I don't know your skill set. I don't know what your dog's experience is being a puppy raiser. I don't know anything about this puppy. There's so many variables. So many variables. Next. Maria, will you upload a video about spatial pressure? I was trying at least five, six different methods to place my dog behind my leg when healing. Nothing works. Lately, I heard Cass saying on her Instagram to stop doing what is not working, but what to do when nothing is working. I am getting frustrated. Would you have a video Did on... Did you get one of me in that Rottweiler from this last seminar? Because that was a perfect display of it. Um, I'm pretty Probably sure I took not. video. No, I took video. Did you? I told him I took a lot of photos. That was a big ass dog too, and it yeah, looked, did really he good. He did it really clean. Yeah, he did it really good. You know what? We'll just capture another one. Yeah. 
Next. Um, JP, Judy Schwartz. Great show tonight. Thanks. Thanks, Judy. Foxy Balboa. Hi, I asked about... I love this saying, that name. Hi, I asked about my GSD light leash aggression and overexcitement within 20-foot proximity of other dogs. You suggested a prong collar, and within a week, he is using... He is a whole different dog. Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I've also been watching your videos on entryways. We've gotten our... Are had to sit and patiently wait with open doors and gates. Yes. Yeah, I mean, this is what people, if, if, if you're struggling with the dog on a walk, at a minimum, get a prong collar, guys. At a minimum, get a prong collar. You have to still usually train, obviously, but still, at a minimum, get a prong collar. Next. Um, Hannah, how to phase out rewards altogether? Superfood driven lab. Will dogs still have drive to task or work if not rewarded sometimes? Just refresher sessions with food? Yeah, I mean, my dogs have got a super high drive and I don't use food with them. Next. CZC, I appreciate you guys and thank you. Keep it up. Thank you so much. Thanks for watching. Thanks for engaging. Cheryl, I think the reason some dog trainers use fancy words and fancy techniques that owners don't understand or need is the ego of the trainer. I train dogs in a way that will help the owner succeed. You get it, Cheryl. Nailed it. Yeah. It's all based on ego and sounding smart. It ain't fucking rocket science, guys. Next. Um, Adriana, hello. I hope you guys have a great day today. But do you know how to handle a dog who keeps jumping on you? Yeah. He's 60, 70 pound lab mix healer. So I get some bruises with him trying to body yes. slam me. Yes. That's we the, do have a oh, leash sorry. training problem. We are getting there. But any tips would help. Yeah. You don't need tips. You need training. Stopping a dog from jumping is easier than teaching a sit. Go to my YouTube channel and watch the video, How to Stop a Dog from Jumping. It takes one second to do. Next. Um, Lisa, these lives are so helpful. Thank you. Did I read that already? If not, thanks. Alexa, if I don't scroll, like if I don't scroll, I, know. It, it, I am, no, I just immediately forget where I'm at. Oh, but it doesn't also move your, Sometimes it, it moves bumps it, me. Yeah, bumps you too. Practice recall outside with an e-collar for the first time. I didn't have to repeat myself once. Awesome. I was even able to get her to come to me mid-zoomie. Thank you for wow. giving me the e-collar training. That's huge. Yeah. Them fucking zoomies, man, them dogs go deaf. Damn right they, they do. They go deaf. She will. Thoughts on slow feeder bowls. Also, any starting puppy videos I can hunt down. Fostering two siblings would like to know the first step. Jeff. Steps we, in puppy training. We don't do a ton of puppy stuff. We have a puppy class here. Julie is going to do it. Maybe we'll start recording some of her stuff. But there's some really good puppy stuff out there with people that specialize in puppy raising. Next. Um, Cherry Ripe Bar. Please come to Queensland, Australia after fires to help with my aggressive mal. My name is my fave chocolate. So we're going to be Ooh, in... Cherry Ripe Bar. We're going to be in Brisbane. We'll be in Brisbane. All right? Next. Gretchen. I can tell it's in jest. Still, be careful. Don't test Joelle. She'll take you down. Oh. I'll be sure to compliment Joelle every time now. I know better than to put myself at risk. Yes. Trust me. I'm no... Like, I'm this violent person or something. I'm pretty level-headed. I might have an attitude, but I'm pretty nice. I'm a very nice person. You're a very nice person. Yeah. You always have a smile on your face when you fucking elbow me in the ribs. That's right. That's right. That's right. Or kick you under here and nobody even knows. That's right. Barista boy, I love the point you made about the dog stepping on the dishwasher. Natural correction. Yep. I'm trying to word this right, but would you say that man-made corrections are trying to imitate natural ones? No. I mean, I just think it's like when nature does it, we don't yell and scream. But when we do it, people call it abuse. But meanwhile, a correction's a correction. Fear is fear. Next. It works. Queen Rashid. Um, dog is afraid of vacuum and runs away. What should I do to help with her being afraid? Um, one more time. Dog is afraid of the vacuum and right. runs away. Okay. Teach your dog better impulse control. Place command. Teach your dog place command. 
do, do you know get your dog up to correction level which might take you a couple weeks and eventually you can correct your dog for running away you're not correcting your dog for being afraid of the vacuum you're correcting your dog for breaking a known command or do or put the dog into a down next michelle 499 top chat ah don't say alexa my whole house is freaking out have a great night guys <laughs> alexa alexa play queen <laughs> sid play alexa play queen we will rock you are you done next sid Happy New Year, J&J. Going well here with dogs and boarding clients. Thanks to you both. Awesome. Joelle, your complexion looks fantastic. Even before a spray tan, you look so healthy. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Hold on. Wait. I didn't hear that. Can you read that again? Thank you. No, the whole question. Oh, that my complexion looks fantastic. I look so healthy. I eat a lot of veggies. Wait, hold on. I didn't understand that question. Can you read Be that again? Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I do like having a spray tan, though. <laughs> Are you guys starting to figure things out a little bit here? Are you, are you starting to figure out? I'm happier when I'm tan. I need to live in the tropics. Okay. Are you guys trying to figure? Are you guys trying to realize that there is a little bit of truth in what I say? Brittany today, right? So I'm eating lunch, and Brittany's just like staring at me. I'm like, "What are you doing, Brit?" She's like, "I can't stop looking at your tan." <laughs> like, okay. Uh, Lachesis, super fearful dog, constantly looking behind himself left and right when being walked on leash outside. How to build his confidence or have him less fearful? So what you can actually do is this. Let's forget about the fearful part for a minute. Let's focus on the heel. You can actually correct the dog lift, looking back and forth and behind. So get the dog to focus. The, it, it doesn't have to, I'm not talking about a competition obedience focus. I'm just saying cut the shit, look ahead. <laughs> Alexa Vic Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, nice. That was, my, that, that was good, too. Uh, Landon, if no one else besides Jay said it, Joelle, your hair looks absolutely amazing. <laughs> Yours, too, Jeff, I guess. Oh, me, I don't give Thanks a flying fuck. for your content. Look at you started. You guys don't have to compliment me, really. You yes, you do. Bad. <laughs> What is your advice on how to train a dog to not be afraid of fireworks? My one-and-a-half-year-old beagle runs and hides even if I, even if the fireworks are far away. Right. So what you can do is this. Teach down. Teach place. Download fireworks um, from YouTube. Play at a low level. Teach your dog. Hold your dog accountable on the obedience. Start increasing the level. If your dog gets afraid and wants to flee, hold your dog accountable on the command. You're not correcting your dog for being afraid. You're correcting your dog for breaking a known command. What a lot of people will say is is get your dog to do a task, get your dog to do some training. A lot of the dogs that we work with don't, don't want anything to do with that. Next. Landon said, y'all have an amazing night. Sleepy face. Nice. She Wolf, last question. What are your thoughts on tactical release on dogs? Dog sit, break, touch, muzzle, or head. Seen another dog trainer do it. Uh, see you next live stream. Have a great night. Um, tactical release, I mean, I think for your average canine dog, it should be mandatory. You actually probably don't want, I know for the testing, they want a verbal out, but for all the, for the working, this is the difference between sport dog and, again, I know nothing about the sport dog world and nothing about the working canine world. Well, then, geez, Jeff, why are you fucking making an opinion on this? Well, because one thing I do talk to a buddy of mine who is a canine officer, train. I mean, not, I'm sorry, a canine trainer, the last thing he wants any of his canines to do is in the field do a just verbal out. 
They want them all on tactical release. If you know what that means is they're choking them off the bite or they're using a break stick. Usually it's, it looks like a Swiss Army knife and it looks like a little bit of a spoon. They stick in there and they scoop the tongue and the dog releases. That's what they want. Why? They never, number one, it's a safety issue. They never want that dog to let go of the bite. Why? It could bite a fellow officer until the subject is actually fully restrained. Again, I'm talking a little bit out of my spectrum here. So, but, and you're going to get, it's like five dog trainers, five opinions. But if you think about it, it makes sense. The last thing you want to do is have three or four officers on a subject. And this is not about whether you like police or not, police brutality, all that shit. It's like, three or four officers with a dog, the last thing you want that dog to do is to be in drive off the subject, not being held on to the to the canine officer, pulling it away from it and having its mouth ready to bite anything that moves. You want to make sure that dog is backs up and is free and clear. Next. Kaylee, it doesn't say anything about boofing. They can bark once for an alert, but his boof is never a bark and you can't really hear it. So would you wash him because of the boo? God, no. Away from people? No. Don't wash your fucking dog. Your dog is fine. I thought you were talking about the one that was fearful of men and, and like going after men, which is like you can't have a service dog doing that. Next. Okay. I'm really waiting for the cue because even when you say it, you'll freaking still keep talking. So just making sure. We got 10 minutes. We probably have like 10 questions left. Tabitha. Someone in class today told me my dog looked like a robot. I didn't know how to respond. What do I say to clients that say my dog is so obedient he doesn't look like he's having fun? Well, say that's why I named him R2-D2. Yes. <laughs> Queen, <laughs> Queen Rashid, thanks so much for How do you come up with this shit on the fly? <laughs> that's such a good, like, one-liner. It would have taken me, like, a century to think of that. I would have been like, tell him to fuck off. <laughs> It just makes sense. That's classic. But just a st stupid question. Good job, Jeff. Yes, you're welcome. Thanks so much for all y'all do. Gretchen. Great. Oof. Maybe, maybe I'll get out of the next punch on that one. By the way, JM over the past several weeks seemed to get better with radar and vice versa. So I gave him a second shot to get radar to listening. We started with healing, trying to teach action marker reward in the 180. He's struggling but catching on. I was caught by surprise a little at the personal growth opportunities this offered me. Gretchen, life is filled with personal growth opportunities, hon. Good for you. Next. Gretchen also said, Jeff, you are such a troll sometimes. Alexa is so annoying, to be honest. <laughs> she, Siri, too. She's always trying to get in her business. Uh, Siri is like... <laughs> oh, shit. What can I help you with? <laughs> she is like... Shut your mouth, Siri. All right, Michelle said, Alexa picked Bohemian Rhapsody. Nice. Oh, I read that. Um, the Kayliana, how do I get my Wheaton to stop pulling on the leash? Number one, get yourself a prong collar. Wheaton Terrier probably need a three millimeter prong collar. Watch my video on how to size it, how to introduce it, and how to start using it next. Um, Demila, hi Jeff. People abandoned a dog and we picked it up. The no kill opens tomorrow. Any tips to get it to not bark all night in the crate? Um, yeah, bark, collar, bonk. Say, so if the dog's barking all night in the crate, say no, walk up to it, get yourself a towel, roll it up, no, hit the top of a crate. Okay? I just did a thing on, uh, it was posted today on our social media about correcting a dog in a crate and it won't have a negative association. Next. Cherry Wright Bar, can you please put a link to the Australian Seminars 2020 and should my mouse stay home when I attend? Go to Jeff Gelman Seminars, jeffgelmanseminars.com. If you want a working spot, you bring your mail. If you want an audit spot, you don't bring your mail. There's no reason why you wouldn't bring your mail, though. Next. Melissa posted the link, too. Thank you. 
Um, Lisa, the music is making it hard to hear you. There's no music being played in here at all. No, she's probably talking about Alexa. Oh, Alexa. Oh. Sabrina, amazing how well Frozone handles fear now. Even stops and sits on its own instead of running out of the doggy door because of rattling plastic bags. Nice job, Sabrina. Marnie Cool Dog said R2-D2. Nice. Um, Damila said thanks. Andy, someone asked me about my prong collar today. Changing Vancouver snowflakes one at a time, LOL. Awesome, Andy. Andy, I'm trying, you know, you know this is the thing, it's like, you can usually tell someone's intent when they... This is the last one, so feel free to go on a little rant. We'll close the show after this. I haven't gotten a rant other than, Andy, I love you and appreciate you, and I love all your comments that you make on our social media. I see you a lot on Facebook. Um, I love it, your short haircut a lot. Yeah. And you've got very nice bone structure, and... Um, that, and I loved this, and I think you missed our last Vancouver seminar. Did she, was she at our last Vancouver seminar? I don't know. I don't think she was for some reason. She was. Bronwyn was, yeah. But I think, but we're looking for possibly Vancouver again, but then I'm looking at my calendar and I'm like, when are we going to possibly do it? Because we've got, we have an opening in November, December, and that's, we're sort of looking at the Phoenix, Tucson area. Yeah, I want to be somewhere warm. I know. Like, what? Vancouver in November, December, not warm, right? Yeah. But it's not it's cold. Like here. It's not warm. Yeah, I think, but I think we wouldn't want to be there in the, in the, in those months. Yeah. So, all right. Next. Mm. Bumble said, "Is it bad to adopt a nine-year-old dog from Romania?" Um. What I think you need way I need more a little bit more information. Like, what are behavioral problems? I mean, does it bite dogs and bite kids? Yeah. Next. Um, Alexa, listening to the podcast in the background and hearing my name is confusing, LOL. Oh, <laughs> Alexa. got it. Uh, Sabrina said, learn new words, boofing and chancla, LOL. Yeah, boofing is, oh, that's a new one. Boofing is serious shit. Yep. Uh, Michelle said, Alexa, I'm sorry. <laughs> Queen Rashid is a prong caller advised for 10 to 15 pound pup. Um, when you say pup, define pup. Are we, it's 14 to 16 weeks old or is it full grown next? Because if it's full grown, you can get a, um... Uh, 1.75 millimeter prong collar. Next. Andy said, I missed the Vancouver seminar because I had a funeral. Oh, I'm sorry, Andy. C. Tierman said, yes to Phoenix, please. I'm trying. I need a location. If you can find me a location in Phoenix, Arizona, Tucson, Arizona, Mesa, Mesa, Arizona, Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, one of the lunch ladies in Scottsdale must have some contacts, right? Um, what? What is that in reference to? One of the lunch ladies. The lunch ladies in, in in Arizona. What does that mean? It's a whole t- it's a whole town filled with lunch ladies. Divorcees. Interesting. They take younger men out for lunch. Interesting. Oh yeah, it's a huge thing out there. Scottsdale. Where do you get one of these lunch ladies? <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to Scottsdale, Arizona. But they're only there for six months out of the year. Oh, okay. So you got to go there for six months out of the year, and they'll take you out to lunch. I'll go to lunch with some of these ladies. Yeah. <laughs> In Scottsdale? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's nice there. Yeah. Next. Um, C. Tierman said yes to Phoenix. Did I read that? Andy said she's coming to Vegas. Nice. thinking of Vegas. Come to Vegas. Come to Vegas. Come to Vegas. Good one. It's Vegas. Hey, let's go see Cirque again. Do you want to see the same one, or you want to see a different one? I think they have a couple out there, yeah. right? Or or I'm going to the one that's here in June. That shit's on ice. I can't wait. But the, or there's other shows we can go to. Okay. Well, why don't we like? I just really like Cirque. Okay. We're not gonna um, fucking get those damn tickets again. No. Those seats sucked. Um, Kath, I could. There was like nowhere to like. I've been in better. I've been in better 
airplane I think seats he had than good that. View though, view was excellent. It was yeah. just a weird body position. Yeah, in. I couldn't like. It's move. like you couldn't. You you're couldn't, at a weird angle. You know the what they should do with the, those seats? The seats should go like this. Yes, they should. Yeah, they, they, should, they should make those seats on a pivot. Yes. But the, the problem is, though, is if you're the person behind you, you don't want the person in front of you pivoting towards you. True. But they can put it on a limited pivot. Yeah. That's next. Um, Catherine, best e-collar. I'm torn between EZ900 or ET300. Um, 15-month black lab and four-year body. You're going to need the 902 or the 302, number one. And the biggest thing is, those is the 900 is going to go from low to high and get up to, I think, a mile range or three-quarters of a mile where the 300 goes from low to medium and only gets you a half-mile range. If you're going to spend the money, you can always go with the 800, the boss. You know what I mean? Next. Mm, Kaylee, okay, that makes me feel a lot better. I've had a lot of people say he needs to be washed because he's not people-friendly. Well, I mean, if he's a service dog, you can't have, for instance, okay, you bring your service dog on the subway. You put him in a down. Somebody walks by. He bites them. You can't have that. You're in an airplane. Growls at them. You can't have that. You know, you're in a restaurant. Dog growls at them. You can't have that. But your dog can be standoffish to people. Next. Mm. Queen Rashid said approximately 14 to 16 weeks old. Um, at 14 weeks old, you can start your dog on a prong. Not using, you're not using it for corrections. You're layering it over all the food and clicker training that you could have been doing or food and market training you've been doing. You're still going to continue on with the food training as well. And you can just get its condition. Also, if you're getting your ass dragged down the streets, you might as well put a prong count on the dog. Next. Demila said, where do I find a lunch lady for myself? I know. Right? Uh, I need to know. Scottsdale... Scottsdale, Arizona. Talk to David Smith. David. He knows. I need a lunch lady. He knows. Um. Zombie. No, Zomi B. Wow, if you read it quick, it really looks like zombie, though. I made him dyslexic. <laughs> I think it is. Zomi B. <laughs> Confused on which Bronco I should use. GSC Pop is double-coated, but also only has a 12-inch neck. You're eventually going to need a 3 millimeter, but you can probably get away with a 12 millimeter right now. Next, I mean, I'm sorry, a 12 millimeter, a 2.25 millimeter. But eventually, you're going to need a 3 millimeter. Next. Michelle said a bunch of laughing emojis and a heart. Nice. Gretchen, my brother is sitting right next to me, the one that likes to troll me. While you're talking to me, I have my earbuds in. He said, since the person to my right can't hear me, Radar, I'm going to give you chocolate, onions, garlic, burritos. Without missing a beat, I said, don't test me and turn the volume up again. Nice. Bumble. All right, this is the last one. Okay, last question. Thinking about if older dogs have problems adapting to a new country, a new home, is it bad, is it bad to the dog adapting only have a few years left to live? Better for it to stay where it knows... The, the, okay, the bottom line is this. The dog doesn't know what country it's in. So I travel I travel in I travel domestically, so I'm based in the United States and I travel to Canada and the US. Now when I go to Canada, my dogs don't know we're in a different country. When I'm in California, they don't know we're in California. When I'm in Florida, they don't know we're in Florida. Well, I, they know we're in Florida because it's a little bit crazy down in Florida. But wherever I travel, they don't know where we are. They just know they're with me and they're listening to me. And it really doesn't matter. The bigger issue is if it's a street dog from Romania and all of a sudden you're going to domesticate it, is that the best life? A lot of people want to save these street dogs. And, you know, I mean... We have to, you have to really think about that next. That's it. That's it. All right, guys. We're done with the show. We went for two hours tonight. 
bam. And the whole fucking time, your skin and hair look fantastic. Thanks. You're welcome. It's the only reason I stayed. Okay. Just kidding. I love the fans. I love the fans too. But your skin and hair do look good to me. So, all right, guys. Madly in love with you. And what day of the week is today? Saturday night. So we'll be back Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a 90-minute show. Yep. Thank you all so much. And make sure you check us out on Instagram, especially our Instagram stories, Facebook, um, and uh, YouTube, and the website. Yep. In no particular order. All right. Madly in love with you. Good night. Take care.